the college experience, college basketball weekend preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a five hundred dollar risk free bet. That's right, five hundred dollars. And if you send in your first bet slip, you also get a free T shirt as well. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a five hundred dollar risk free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's W Y N N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss one of our picks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by better edge. Yes. Better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to bet and sell betting positions like the stock market. And the best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. That's right. No vig betting. That's legal in 40 States. Sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's better B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. Yes, yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience, college basketball weekend preview and college football talk. My name is Colby Swinging Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we are talking and picking everything. So we brought along. Former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, bad Tecmo Super Bowl play picking. Mm. Wheeling and dealing. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> oh. Look at this. I like this. This is like a remix. Yeah. You know what wiki, I mean? wiki womp. Uh, how are you, buddy? Buddy. Boom. Someone has got a very hey. special day coming up here in about one hour and 28 minutes. And that's why I'm going to buy myself this helmet. Well, it is a good helmet. And that's why <laughs> you've been pouring out some uh, shots from that 200 bottle, a $200 bottle of liquor you got over there. Yeah. Treating buddy. me like a king on this guy, this guy's birthday. Hey, it is what it is. You know, Aquari- 21 years young. Is Aqu- that what we're You doing? know, Aquarius. Yeah. I'm 21. I'm okay. 21. Nice. Uh, Aquarius are, are used to, uh, you know, the, uh, apparently I've had enough uh, girlfriends that they remind me that I'm we're, that that sign. Don't be, don't lie. You study the uh, yeah whatever. every every morning. You're reading the uh, every morning. What I'm, the fuck I, is that thing called? Yeah, the, the, the horoscope. Yeah. Horoscope. There it is. <laughs> Colby reads his horoscopes. Yeah. Don't lie. Look t- tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have great energy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is that a horoscope? I don't even. Yeah, fucking, the I can't stars even mimic have a it. line. This is I the can't even mimic it. <laughs> Play your numbers are in order. I don't. I don't fucking know. Um, how are you though, buddy? Life's good. 
Life is fucking grand. I have zero complaints. And uh, no one listen if I did have any. Um. So uh, let's talk a little Tennessee football before we get into college basketball talk. And by the way, I might add that my Drew Brees, I was listening back to our episode because I'm in love with myself, Patty C. And uh, <laughs> I forgot. How did I forget Fran Tarkenton and Russell Wilson? Better than Drew, Blee, Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. I yeah. feel like you threw those on at no, the end. Did you? No. Did you forget? I definitely forgot both of those. It's tough to argue, really, that either are better than Drew Brees. Russell Wilson, in this era, he's way better to me. I don't know that he's way better. Really? Because you're just looking at stats. To me, like the eye test tells me everything there. They're both. They're both limited. They they both do the same thing. No, Russell Wilson's way more athletic. Yeah, that that's not all that being a quarterback is. Hold on. I'm going to say this, Russell Wilson, stronger arm. Probably. Yes. Probably. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what? Sure. I mean, it's not that uh, Drew Brees has a pop gun, but I do think Russell Wilson has a pretty strong. I don't know if it's a straight cannon, but he's got a good arm. He's uh, going to be a base baseball. I'm going to go, go ahead and I'm going to overpower this one and say okay. he's got a cannon. You think he's got a cannon? I do. I think he's got a damn good arm. I think he's got one of the best arms I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then running the ball mobility wise, obviously uh, one of the things Russell Wilson's had his whole career is a horrible offensive line. Maybe I don't, Dude, I you don't will know. never be able to tell me that drew Brees is better than Russell Wilson. When did Steve Hutchinson and uh, the other stud they had on that Seattle offensive he, line? A long time ago, buddy. <laughs> Matt Hasselbeck had him mixing my errors <laughs> up here. I'm just trying to pr- trying to prove you wrong. Look, I'm not saying he I left look- in Oh five. Okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson was in high school, probably. No <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you, who else do you want to throw in there? Cortez Kennedy helped him out a lot on the D line, huh? Bosworth. Yeah. He, yeah. He's been throwing to Steve Lloyd yeah. in a little. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, if I had to pick for one game, I don't even think it's close for me. A quarterback between those two. I don't, I think it is close. Really? I think it is close and I might go Russell. I probably oh, go Russell. Dude, Wilson. I think if you put Russell Wilson in Sean Payton's offense, they win the super bowl like every year. Mm, it's kind of tough to imagine because it's so pass centric and drew Brees doesn't play this, the game the same way that Wilson does. So I don't even know. What it's Wilson like Taysom Hill meets drew Brees. Yeah. But I can't still, it doesn't even like mesh, I guess. Like, Dude, Taysom I will take Hill, Will Russell Wilson, ten out of ten times over Drew Brees, and you can take that to the bank to All quote right. the hard there to kill. All right. so, so Russell Tarkenton, Russell Wilson, I'll give you Fran Tarkenton. Dude, you should hear. I should, this is where I need to call my dad. He's yeah. like Fran Tarkenton, better than any of these fucking quarterbacks. Bring in, bring in the old <laughs> school uh, knowledge. Uh, Dude, this guy had thirty six. He had thirty seven hundred rushing yards back then. Dude, Fran Tarkenton was among like he was one of the best quarterbacks ever. He dude. was like the Vic of his day. Like, uh, it's interesting. He played eighteen years in that era. Yeah, everyone's giving Brady sh- like, hey, he played twenty years. He played eighteen years in an era that will punch you in the fucking face. Yeah, I agree. Although I don't, I think a lot of players had decently long careers back then. I don't know that longevity. Nine has- time Pro Bowler. This guy's a fucking. Oh, star, Tarkenton dude. was a beast. Yeah. That would be an interesting comparison because I've never really seen Tarkenton like uh, compared. But I mean, what did he take uh, Minnesota to the Super Bowl? How many times? Four. <laughs> yeah, 
four. He's the Jim Kelly of the fucking. <laughs> so if you're going to give Jim Kelly that kind of credit over uh, Drew Brees, you might have to give it to Fran Tarkenton. Fair enough. Dude, this guy is a fucking beast. This guy's a beast. I'm looking at his stats. This guy's a fucking beast, man. He's from v- Richmond, Virginia. Boom. Mm. Big Fran. Um, what anyway. was his nickname? Uh, Franny Big Cock. Scrambling Fran Tarkenton. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty straightforward, I feel like. Franny Big Cock. Anyway, um, Tennessee football. How are we doing? <laughs> uh, I feel like you're enjoying this. I'm feeling like I feel like I'm way ahead of the curve on that. Well, first off, this is football karma. The gods look right in, in an era where football is being destroyed daily. The gods are still getting even. <laughs> All right. I will say that you are well, well ahead of the curve in, in calling out the karma that has been coming Tennessee's way uh, for their, you know, Bad, uh, bad juju. They've yeah, been sowing. for a lot of shit. They're dude. reaping what they sow. Uh, Shiano Leach and that AD that they gave, who I think he's, I think he's North Carolina's AD now. Mm. But uh, you're doing a good job with that Mac Brown hire, by the way. Um, imagine what Tennessee could have hired. Right. <laughs> uh, Mike Leach, maybe. But also, um, they're giving out bags of cash. And I hear this. I actually hear the violations, which haven't all been released. Yeah. Are pretty substantial. Yeah. This is a guy who was the defensive coordinator of Alabama, Petty C. Mm. Mm. You gotta wonder, did he just completely decide that he was gonna take a different approach than what yeah. was succeeding so well at Alabama for years on years for, for a, a solid decade? There, what are we at? 12, 13 yeah. years with Saban now? Well, and then Coach O and LSU's been been, you know, hit with uh infractions. And, you know, I can I can only think of that lawyer who told me, dude, Saban wrote us the blueprint yeah. on how to do this. Dude, I've embezzled money for for Nick Saban. For, no, no, no. He said for <laughs> Coach pers- O. For Coach O. He personally it's, had embezzled money for Coach O? Yeah, that's what he said. Dude, there's no way that Alabama just started cranking out number one recruiting classes by a fucking mile. Every single year. Yeah. Well, it's like the Clemson thing with the wiretaps. Like, okay, there's no smoking gun because it's really hard to prove just like this. Yeah. Um, but when you have a, a, a Clemson basketball assistant coach on a wiretap saying the football program is essentially doing it through the church and yeah. that's how we can get right. You know, when, yeah, it's basically being spoken in plain and English. Somebody, somebody else was telling me that Cam Newton admitted that, uh, I don't know how true this is, but someone tweeted me saying that Cam Newton also was, uh, one that got paid through church when he went to Florida. Okay. Gotcha. Well, you know, what's really weird about this is that Alabama is somehow able to keep it so damn tight that there's no, not, there's I, no smoke. Well, well, here's what's interesting here. Well, no, there's no smoke, be, smoke because the NC that's the NCAA's blue blood, right? This yeah. is the, this is the jury Tarkanian angle. Tennessee called the police themselves. Yeah. Meeting the the NCA investigators, they called a firm that works with the NCA yeah. frequently because they wanted to fire Pruitt. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So without that, the NCA wasn't peering in. And my my thing is that we know there is a cash cow that is the blue bloods in college football, and to be frank, college basketball. Sure. And that's what Tarkanian was calling out. Yeah. Is that that? And he Tarkanian sued them successfully. The court deemed that he was a hundred percent correct. Right is that they protect their own. Sure. They, so they're not going to peer into an Alabama. They'll look at an SMU though. Yeah. And if a Tennessee is going to force their hand, yeah, then they'll look into that. Yeah. I mean, basically LSU, 
All those Auburn. fucking teams, dude, are dirty as shit. You know Georgia is. Look at fucking at, Alabama. Ohio State is probably dirty well, as Patrick fuck. Patrick Peterson was the one saying that he got two hundred grand. He was about to sign. He's from Miami. He's about to sign with Miami. He got two hundred yeah. grand to go. Pompano to, Beach is what like yeah. ten miles up the road from fucking University of Miami. To go to, to, go to LSU, you got two hundred grand. Yeah. And what's crazy is Miami. Was, Miami was great at the time, but but the problem was is I think they were about to be under scrutiny. They were, they were slipping. Yeah. They were slipping because the Nevin no, Shapiro shit. Yeah, exactly. Was coming. So they it's almost like the USC angle, and almost why I believe that all these LA recruits are going to Clemson and stuff because USC got in trouble and the microscope was underneath them. And I also think USC has more enemies. They're a private school. Yeah, I think they have more enemies than they that than well, some other schools. There's a reason yeah. that uh, fucking uh, DeAnthony Thomas decommitted from USC, even though he went to what Crenshaw fucking high school, probably yeah. five, if that, probably five minutes away from the USC campus. He's a fucking natural guy. He ends up going up to uh, Eugene, Oregon. Probably, probably the, the well, they're definitely paying. I I personally yeah. am friends with the guy from. Southern California that played safety for Oregon. Yeah. And he told me he got, I cash. got money. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's just no doubt with yeah, it. Yeah. Like Oregon is the least sensical thing because there's not even like a ton of talent that said, Justin Herbert is from a minute down the road, but the rest of the talent that's at Oregon uh, is completely Southern California, which means it's paid. Uh, but, uh, but here's, what's funny was I was talking with, with Kramer and he was thinking that, that like all the school, I don't think all the schools are doing it. I think it's only, I, it's like what Leach told us was like, they don't have the resources. He was like, yeah. Wazoo doesn't have the resources. Even if I wanted to, right. I couldn't do it. Right. I think it's the, like Nike, like the, you follow the Nike money. Boom. There's yeah. that. But you look at the North Carolinas, you look like North Carolina is a really prestigious school, yeah. right. From a financial standpoint, right. Texas, uh, obviously the sec schools, especially and that begs back to my question, Patty C yeah. or not, not my question, but what I've stated over the years is that them getting all that TV contract money, that's got to have a trickle down effect. Dude. Of course. Got to have a trickle course. down They're effect. Just able to pay. All right. Yeah. I got the college budgets paid up uh, or pulled up rather paid up. Um, you tell me if these, these teams sound like teams that might be able to pay their players. If and I'm guessing, okay, go. You, you tell me the teams and I'll tell you where they, uh, where they fit. In well, the- I mean, I have the entire sec, maybe short of Vandy. Okay. Cause if they're bringing in that much cash, but I will say actually, you know what? I, I maybe I'm wrong about that because Mark Stoops went on the record, right? Yeah. Uh, saying that he goes, look, I'm not trying to create enemies here, but I knew this was coming for Tennessee. The talent that they were pulling in, all of a sudden he goes, I saw this coming. Yeah. How can he know that Are recruits telling him perhaps? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I doubt that's it. I think he's probably, I mean, who knows? Maybe who knows what his angle is, but I want to pull up uh Tennessee's recruiting rankings. And we'll well, I, I know that they were, re- I mean, well, I, the question is now well, there was a million players that just decommitted. And also uh, how many transfers today? I think like 10 transfers announcing you got to wonder the, the, the effect here. Oh, you know what? I'm also going to pull up. I'm going to pull up most talent uh, produced um, by state in NFL. Okay. And then we're going to compare where Tennessee fits in that equation versus where their recruiting ranking has been. Um, although this is fucking confusing as shit. So it might take me a minute to get here. We'll get back to that in a second, yeah. but uh, as far as athletic budgets, you tell me we'll start at the top and you okay, tell me, give me you, the top 10. All right. Texas paying for paying sure. Texas A&M number two. That's fucking definitely insane. paying. Definitely paying. Definitely paying. Ohio yeah. state. Definitely paying. I think 
Michigan. No, I'm not sure. I'm they not should sure. be getting way better because they players. would have better talent if they were but paying. in basketball. They're but, getting oh, fucking okay. Talent. Well, that that well, Juwan Howard has also a ton of money. Um, I'm not think sa- he's personally. I, no, paying? no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess that's a dumb statement by me. But I'm saying football. They, I, I, you know, when you see how elite the the players are. Yeah. Like Michigan's one, I refuse to believe that they're paying. I mean, Jabril Peppers might have got a, okay. a pretty penny. maybe one or two. Yeah, but I when I when I sit there and I see certain talent elsewhere, I would believe uh, Ohio State is outgunning Michigan for talent. But yeah, and it does it does look Harbaugh seems like the type of guy that might just play it straight. That's what I'm saying. You know? I I would tend to believe Michigan under Lord Lloyd Carr was probably given more money than yeah. than, than Harbaugh. <laughs> That's true. And what do I know? I I'm not basing this on. Fact at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just my opinion. Speculation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number five, Georgia. Definitely. Definitely. Penn State. Number six. I think. Yeah. Probably. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a reason they have been able to get into Maryland. I mean, I will say this: the microscope. I think the NCA has it out for them at one point. Right. So that's what I'm so. saying. Yeah. Rightfully so. But I'm saying it's it's when you create that enemy, it, it makes me think of the Tarkanian thing, because they had it out for Tarkanian when he went yeah. to Fresno. He was talking about how like, dude. Any little mount, any little fucking thing, because he had sued them already and successfully won. Yeah, and and now like they were, they'd send out all these people that to investigate him at all times. So like they ended up catching him, but it was like bullshit. It was like yeah, the guy missed a fucking class, and I and we said he was there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, okay, yeah. You know like if if you're gonna put a microscope that deep under every program, they one hundred percent. I mean for a school is like kind of off the radar is you and I mean, and maybe that is kind of why they're looking there is because they don't have the resources to get the kind of players. Well, no, that they he were created getting. enemies. He created enemies. Cause he, he like, they came up out of nowhere. They didn't give a fuck. And it was Vegas, like the gambling culture, everything about it. Right. He was, you know, like he, he was flying in the face. I mean, especially if you watched like the, the documentaries from like, what is it? The fab five where they're like portraying how culture was back then where Duke is getting so much yeah. love is like, you know, this white bread team. And then he's bringing up some like, yeah, you know, where there's Michigan, which is still a fucking blue blood. And so even though they're the fab five bad boys, they're still letting it slide. UNLV under Tarkanian was just like, there's nothing like that. The NCAA is going to accept about that. That's just like their ultimate, but it was bullshit because you know what Tarkanian had that coach K didn't, and this isn't a shot at coach K, but Tarkanian grew up rough. Yeah. So he had that to identify right. with. So the, there's yeah. a chance that yeah. maybe he was actually just able to identify with those players yeah. and he wasn't doing it dirty. I bet he was doing it dirty. Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure he was too, but not, I mean, dude, we, no more dirty. Zion than, Williamson just got caught with like, what did he say? He got a bunch of cash. No coach K said it didn't, it wasn't him, but it was from Adidas. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still running through yeah. your program yeah. in order to get them onto your program. Yeah, fuck you, Coach K knows what's up. Coach K, all those fucking people do. It's like, come on, they're all sleazebags. Uh, Oklahoma, no, Alabama, number seven, obviously. Yes, paid. Oklahoma, number eight. Yes, paid. paid. Florida, number nine. Yes, paid. LSU at number ten. Yes, that's they. They've already proven that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then Wisconsin. Do you think they're getting paid? No. No. I'm on. You think now. they're just fucking doing it right? Maybe every once in a while, one. Who do they fucking have that suggests that they're getting? They got a blue play. chip running back last. They've last gotten year. a few running backs yeah. out of New Jersey. That's what I'm saying. That's the only one that I could but buy. They into. have an amazing. They produce like ten offensive linemen every year. So you've got to figure. Yeah, if you're a blue chip running back, it makes you probably sense. Probably want yeah. to go there. Yeah. Uh, Florida State. 
Yes. <laughs> but I, I know they've had financial struggles though, right? Like that's why they suck now. It's because yeah. they can't pay as Isn't well. Isn't that as the hilarious? Yeah. Auburn. A hundred percent. They've been they've they've been sanctioned for it before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Iowa. No. Probably not. Maybe no. a little. No. No. Kentucky? Basketball, obviously. Yes, basketball. Yeah, Anthony Davis. I mean, every I'm sure every year they're paying every single one Dude, of the Iowa never gets like a, never has a four star. Iowa never has a four star. They develop. Yeah, they develop. They develop. Uh Tennessee, yes. South Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State. Maybe, because guess who's there? Who's that? Saban, Saban was there for yeah. a while. Saban and his well, Mel Tucker. If if we learn anything about Pruitt, T- Tucker coached with Pruitt, right? I think maybe they had some time overlapping. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, if Tucker is a saving disciple, then they probably all have that uh, in their genes at this point. Three more, four more, five more. Okay, Louisville. Yes. Arkansas. Yes. Nebraska. Yes. <laughs> Clemson. A hundred percent. And Washington. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know that the Pacific Northwest cares enough about football. I don't think they do. Yeah. I don't think Washington <laughs> pays. And then after that, it kind of falls off. You got Minnesota, Indiana, well, Oregon does, but Arizona state there, there are a bunch of, I think when you get to the top of the sport, I can't wait till we get rich on the college experience. Cause I'm going to pay some awesome quarterback to go to like rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be right. like, dude, we're going to be the boosters yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be, we're going to come out after Wait the fact. Till East Carolina starts getting every player to be like, uh, you know, I don't know, like Walter Payton, you know what <laughs> right. I mean? Uh, right. Well, let me ask you this. Is there any, uh, legal ramifications for being the booster that pays the players? I don't think so. You think I have no idea though. I'm not, I'm no lawyer. I'm just some fucking idiot drinking beer right now. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. you're fine. I think if you're just giving some kid money, yeah, there's no, no crime in that. Um, so here's, what's great. Kind of a win for our, for your boy Fuente Hendon hooker announced he's transferring to Tennessee about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about timing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen with that program? I'm assuming Hendon Hooker's going to withdraw that, but I'm saying today I saw ten transfers, like their best players, their yeah. running back, their linebackers, their O line, right? Uh, their quarterback Guantanamo Bay already transferred to Wazoo. Mm. Um, Presumably, uh, they're going to be given free transfer. The question is, is what coach? Yeah, I think without this year, any kind yeah. of like uh, penalty. Well, I think this year anyway because of COVID. Oh, that's true. Um, but th- but what coach is going to want that? What uh, Guantanamo Bay? No, Tennessee. Oh, gonna want that gig? Because from what I hear, because Fulmer quit too. Yeah, and I think a lot. Uh, that also makes me wonder about Fulmer's years as a head coach of Tennessee. Because if he if he saw the storm coming of like them investigating, he's like, well, I know he gave them bags of cash. Um, Dude, when Fulmer got them up in the top five every fucking year for like yeah. a decade, they were dirty as shit. There's no doubt about it. Uh. Now it is an interesting question because uh, what was it? Um, I'm doing some research on the coaches. Scott Drew, Baylor, actively yeah. decided for basketball to go there in the wake of their scandal. Yeah, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, it's crazy because he was an up and coming coach. Yeah. Um, but it took him a few years to shake the scandal, but it has paid off 
Really? Oh, doing an amazing job, man. Yeah. That scandal was one of the worst in college sports yeah. history, dude. I don't know if you how much you know about that. I know the coach I mean, you've like, told throws me a little the bit player about. under the bus about like a mur- like to make his character like the guy is dead. Yeah. But he tells the players, "Hey, tell t- cuz he he had paid them. He had paid the kid." Yeah. So says tell him he was selling drugs and he even says it on a fucking wiretap. Wow. That Complete. he was selling drugs and he wasn't. He's just an innocent kid. It was like wrong place, him. wrong time. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. But he he did that to 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 basically because he paid them. He paid him. He Wait, wanted to I, get the the attention away. Yeah. From the situation. Wow. Yeah, I need. I do need to read more into that. Cause that's a, that sounds like a complete scumbag situation. Dude, and then like three Christian universities hire him. Yeah. They go classic. They're doing the uh, yeah. Liberty, uh, yeah. Liberty approach. Uh, yeah. So all that to say, um, there can be a, a good situation. I mean, it's almost amazing that Baylor was able to get that kind of hire in the midst of that situation. So if there's the right coach at the right time, you know who they should go after? Who's that? While they are just not giving a fuck, they should go get Art Bryles. Uh, if the, who, who wait Tennessee, if they own that, they would never do that though. They would never do that. And right now, I mean, honestly, I think it's hard for a coach to go in there. From what I understand, it's almost like the Texas situation, mm-hmm. where you have people high up boosters that are are everyone's trying to everyone's call the shots. Meddling. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And it, it's really hard for 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 anyone to. I mean, that AD was there like two months and got fired. And he's a good AD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that Senate, uh, that scene down there does not sound good. Uh, if you're a guy like Malzahn, do you go for that? Depends what the package is. Depends what the penalty is too. Yeah. I can't, I Tennessee's can't. still a cash cow dude. Yeah. So maybe the NCAA goes light on them. Cause we know the NCAA is corrupt as all fucking can be. Right. So I don't know. There's a decent chance they go a little easy on Tennessee. Yeah. Other news, Ryan Holinsky, the quarterback of South Carolina, uh, just a sophomore. So he'll be a, he'll be a sophomore again in the spring brother of Ryan Holinsky, who, uh, uh, the, the quarterback from Wazoo that t- uh, took his life a few, few seasons ago. He, uh, he, I was impressed with him when he played at Carolina, he transferred to Northwestern, which is great. Cause Peyton Ramsey came out early. <laughs> Ill-advised six round draft pick. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was a great get for Fitzgerald. Um, nice pull. Yeah. And then, like I said, Hendon hooker, you got to think, I mean, I don't think, I don't think he's going to have the option to withdraw and stay at Virginia tech. Wouldn't that probably piss off Fuente that he wanted to transfer? Uh, I could just Fuente seeing I could see Fuente being like, fuck you get out of here. Wait, do you think, Oh, I mean, yeah, you got to figure that he's got to switch it. Once from he's in now. that transfer yeah. portal and he's called it quits on that team that but now he's got to find a home. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's plenty of uh, teams that'll take uh Hen and hooker's talent, but it is, he is in a tough spot right now. Assuming like you're saying that he doesn't take this, uh, uh, obviously go to Tennessee with who knows. I mean, if he goes there though, and Gus Malzahn's the coach might be the best career move for him possible. Let That's me, true. let me go through uh Tennessee's recruiting ranking starting back in 2014. So when did they hire Pruitt? Because they had Jones, which I actually wouldn't be surprised if they were paying under Jones because he yeah. he screams. Uh, I don't know. I have no proof on that. Yeah, he definitely has a little bit of that vibe. Um, 
Jeremy Pruitt, the 17, 2017 hire. He was hired in, uh, 2018. So man, he only got, so he got 18, 19, 20, three years. Jeez. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, when you're cheating, <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, it what's interesting about this is the university is the one that started it. No one would know if the if university didn't, didn't tell the, the, that's the most, that's what I mean though, is the dysfunction like that's going on there is unbelievable. It's like this thing happens everywhere. Like LSU, I mean, Clemson, they have an assistant coach saying how they're done it and, and they haven't had any sanctions against them. Yeah. And in today's it took the uh, university ratting them out, but uh, you know, I'm going back while Tennessee has actually been able to recruit pretty well for, uh, for a minute here. They've probably been paying for that long. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not even a uh, Pruitt thing. I mean, I, 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 I honestly believe this, Pat. I honestly believe the whole fucking SEC pays except Vandy. Dude, look look at this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. The further I go, I I agree with you. I think the SEC is, yeah. Except Vandy. When you see California recruits, the quote, what, what was our pal? Welcome to UAB saying, he was like, dude, there's still no way that kids from LA are sitting over here saying, let's go to Auburn in Alabama. Yeah. The culture shock from going from Southern California. Let's go to Knoxville. Yeah, right. and sa- same with Knoxville and Clemson and what all those places. Yeah. I cannot be convinced every once in a while. Sure. I'll buy right. into that. USC but is two minutes away and USC is going to contend for PAC 12 titles. Well, just the fact of th- I've been to Alabama, man, I've been to these places and I'm not shitting on them, but I'm just saying, if you're a kid that's 18, that's grown up their whole life in California and you go there, yeah. I don't think you're going to fit in much. Yeah. I mean, look at Twitter. Look at, look at the interactions between heavily blue states and heavily red states and it's oil and water. Okay. Well, and just the fact you're that far away from home. You've never been away from home in your life. I just refuse to believe that that many want to go Yeah, because of Into the, the status of the, of the program. When USC has actually produced the most NFL players of all time out of any university. Yeah. So it's gotta be money. That's yeah. the, that's the only conclusion. Like there's no, I would, I would say, okay, maybe they could get like back in the day. I can remember like, you know, Penn state or someone getting a, a guy from LA. Yeah. But it would be like one or two. Yeah. Which they probably got paid too. But I'm saying when you see majority, uh, like you see a good number of the California recruits going to all yeah, these schools, I refuse to believe that it's anything but yeah. pay. Let me, let me read you these uh, recruiting rankings. 2007 for Tennessee. Number four, 2008 is going to take a while because this thing is slow. 2008 was 33. That was a tough year. Um, 2009, they were number eight. Well, here's the thing. 2010, and this, this, this actually, seven. but this actually pertains to like our war on football. Yeah. Because what is happening and why I think essentially, yes, the college football playoffs has developed what we think is a regional, almost like a NASCAR type thing, right? Yeah. Where it's regionalized the sport, but also in reality, I don't. I've been in LA 16 years, man. Yeah. I know some hardcore USC fans. I've never met a hardcore UCLA football fan. No, they right? don't exist. Yeah. That's my point though, is that I've met a million hardcore Ole Miss fans. Yeah. Not a million, but I, I know I almost got in a fight with an Alabama fan here in Los Angeles because I suggested that I wanted to see an underdog beat them. Yeah. 
Well, that's that's my point though. Dude, is you like got in my face. I was like, motherfucker, I'll fight you right now. But like, <laughs> calm down. Like, I'm just rooting for an underdog. Like, Alabama's won like ten national championships. <laughs> it's okay if they don't win it this year. Like, but don't you think? Because I think if you look back twenty years ago, yeah, I think there was passionate U- U.S. or UCLA football fans. I think mm. there were, dude. I think there were passionate Washington fans. Sport of football was more prevalent throughout America from coast to coast. We just talked about it from, from uh, the level that we played at from, from, from being what? Well, certainly, I mean, I was, I moved to San Diego in 2006 from the East coast and uh, USC was getting hype. Dude. At that point, I'm just saying I watched like an 80s UCLA football game, probably about uh, two months ago. Yeah. The shit was packed, bro. And it looked like they had fans that really cared. I think football back then meant more to 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 the everyday. Per- I think in the West Coast right now, not that many people care about fucking football. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's a generational thing. I don't think that was the last generation. I think the last generation really cared. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is the trickle down effect of they're not paying their players to come to UCLA. I agree. They're with paying that completely. their players all to go. The 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 Ole Miss fan or, or that has money that has a local business whatever the booster is paying to get to, to, to bring in the, the running back right. from, from fucking San Jose, wherever, you know, like, yeah, that is to me, the evolution that I, well, I think it's horrible for the sport, but I'm saying, I think I might be, we well, might be, mis- I would be curious to actually see the youth sports, like participation in various uh, areas of the country over time. I don't know where we can find the statistics. If anyone out there has those statistics, yeah. I'd love to see them. I would also love to see the freshman football the JV football participation statistics. I know in our hometown, we were talking about it uh, pre-episode. Uh, every kid in the town in Virginia used to play football. Yeah, you know, or probably a good forty percent of the kids. No, are, I, more than forty. You think more? I mean, that that we were friends with at least. Yeah, I mean, our yeah. our friends yeah. all played. Yeah. You know, but like you know, even like down like I'm talking about even like the nerds, like anyone that you knew, like was probably gonna be playing. And then I was, knew some nerds that played though. Right. Back in the day, it wasn't such a, a crazy uh, thing, you know, but now the, our, our hometown doesn't even have a youth football league. Isn't that fucking, dis- I don't understand how the fuck that happens, man. It's crazy that the sport has, but I do believe it's probably a lot stronger in the South, which leads to a lot more money being associated with yeah. the sport. And we're seeing the results of that. So anyway, I don't know where we're going with this, but uh, we're going wherever the fuck we want to go with it. Um, okay. Well, just observation. Speaking of Pac-12, yeah, Larry Scott is out. Is there hope for the Pac-12? <laughs> that is Oliver a- Luck might be a nominee for new Pac-12 commissioner. Certainly, uh, Oliver Luck has quite the name. Um, I don't know what specifically he's done. That he was a West Virginia athletic director for a long time. Yeah, I guess um, they've and he they- was XFL commissioner. So I think. Was he what the 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 first time around or no he was AAF no he was XFL he was that just recently okay yeah. gotcha 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 I mean he's definitely got the name for the job whether or not he's gonna make moves for them it can't be a ton worse than uh uh than what damn it Larry Scott for, Larry Scott what, had been what doing do you mean? I could fucking I could get a homeless guy up the street <laughs> to do the job that Larry Scott are had you done? kidding me. I mean, they hired a dude from direct TV. How's how was how's that company? How, how were they doing? As, as, <laughs> why would you go there to get your guy? Uh, uh, that's like hiring the CEO of blockbuster in like 2002. You know what I mean? It's like, right. let's get a completely obsolete <laughs> company. That's uh 
botched its product completely <laughs> and uh, we'll hire that. Okay. Uh, look, we're done college football talk, but I'm excited about the, perhaps the future of the PAC 12, but I will say, I do think there is more to that than we realize as far as the money going through college football. Yeah. I believe it's probably about, if I had to guess, I would say 30 universities probably pay. Yeah. 30 out of 130. Yeah, that seems right. And USC is among them, but I think USC's money's probably been affected because well, and ju- the NCAA microscope, I think, because recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the recruiting rankings, it's definitely reflect they, they just have there used to be like a top yeah. five every year team. Yeah. You know, and now they they're well, like, they were buy, buying Reggie Bush a house. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Little, little scrutiny. That uh, shit ain't cheap in Southern California to, to maybe if you're living in, if you're listening to this in, in fucking Wyoming, right. you know what I mean? Like right. in California, like that, that's like giving a guy a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. In San Diego, dude. Yeah. What was it? 330,000. I mean, that's uh, shocking that that, uh, I don't even from, know that that existed too. No. And the house yeah. that I've seen the house, yeah, I've that, seen the house thing too. It's like a I mini do some patchwork, man. That, like 330,000 where, that's, where the fuck was that? $800,000 yeah. in Arizona, maybe. Right. Right. Um, okay. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. A $500 risk-free bet. If you live in Colorado or New Jersey, you're, you got to do this. And it's about to be, it's about to be Michigan, but it's free $500. Don't be a fucking moron here. This is a great deal that we're giving you here. Se- and also send in your first win bet screenshot to podcast at sports to get a free t-shirt. So we're giving you a t-shirt and $500 to bet. However you like, come on now, tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for hashtag DJs only baby. Win bet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Michigan coming soon. And you better believe more States are on the way, baby. If win bet isn't active in your state, you can still get a free t-shirt by referring a friend. So why not do that? Sports gambling podcast.com slash win. That's W Y N N that's sports gambling podcast.com slash win. That's W Y N N. Um, wow. I mean, I just, I, I find Dude, I, I I was happy with that Tennessee news because like I just knew, I knew, I knew <laughs> that he was paying. Like I knew, and I've always wondered the saving way. I've always wondered like I thought he was always cheating. Who are just uh, who are Saban's? Uh, who's on his coaching tree that's currently out in the ranks? Uh, let me see if I can pull up Saban. Well, Dooley was one at Tennessee. They've gone and Kiffin. They've had three. <laughs> Kiffin is 100%. Oh, paying, right? Yeah. Got it, right? Uh, uh, here's here's Jimbo Saban's Fisher at, te- at Texas A&M, 100% paying. Must champ when he was at Florida and South Carolina, 100% yeah. paying. Kirby Smart, got to be paying, right? Yeah. Uh, McElwain, was he paying? Yeah, he was at Florida, 100%. I think anyone that's Dooley? at Florida, you walk into that. Yeah. They got a system already built. Yeah. Dooley yeah. was too. He had to be. You just Dan, told me they had the number four in 2007. They had the number four recruiting class. Yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't happening out of thin air. Yeah. Miss uh, Tennessee's pain. Will Muschamp. Yes. Uh, Mark D'Antonio. I still say, yeah. You think they had a lot of success, They're, but you saw how scumbaggy their program was in other areas. Yeah. I mean, I think we're inclined a little bit to just assume that the, Midwest is, you know, this little hometown, you know, innocent. And then the South is dirty, dirty South. And so maybe well, the SEC has earned that rep. Yeah. 
They've been fucking doing it for earned that since rip. the eighties. Yeah. So and, and and it's almost amazing that Texas is not part of the SEC. Yeah, because Texas is earned that rep too. Right. Yeah. If if it was financially lucrative for Texas to be part of an S- the SEC, yeah. they'd be in there. Yeah. But since they're Texas, they they're better off standing alone. But anyway, so. Uh- uh, college basketball front, buddy. Uh, we're going to talk a lot. There was a lot of great games over the past few days since you were on the show. But first we were having a conversation. I was listening to the last episode. Like I said, in love with myself, Patty C like the way my voice sounds. Gotta so, be. you know, just got, it's soothing to go to sleep to right? <laughs> <laughs> most people will listen to like what rainfall when yeah. they go to sleep Probably or something or waterfall. To own voice and <laughs> rubs one out. <laughs> I'm fucking around, but uh, looks at a picture of uh, himself. <laughs> you were talking about college basketball, blue bloods the yep. last episode. Yeah. And I, I, I actually went back and did some of the work. Didn't complete all of it because there's a lot of, of, of one year wonders essentially, but here, let me, and let me, uh, let me pull this up. Um, here's what I find interesting here. Is that you labeled Arizona like I went through since 1980? You talked about Final Fours. Arizona seems like they should be a blue blood. Am I wrong here? Well, check us out. UNC and Duke since 1980. Yeah, both lead the pack with 12 Final Four appearances. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 12 out of 40 years. Yeah, it's a lot. Kentucky and Kansas would be second, right? With nine. Right. Yeah. Uh, or, or I guess, yeah. Second tied, but yet third, third yeah. and fourth. Yeah. Um, at eight would be Michigan state. So I think we had those pegged as blue bloods. Okay. Uh, this is where it gets tricky a little bit. You said no to Louisville. I said yes to Louisville, Louisville in f- what? Sixth place. Yeah. Sixth place with six. Wow. Right. I'm sleeping on Louisville. Uh, I, six final four since the eighties. Yeah. All right. I stand corrected. Louisville making well, the list. Well, here's where it gets interesting here is that at five, it's weird. Cause even myself, I'll, I'll, I'll fault myself. Cause I said, you know, I, I did have Syracuse and UCLA considered, but Michigan's been to five final fours as much as Syracuse and UCLA yeah. since 1980. We probably should consider Michigan because when they, uh, they won it with uh, Glenn Rice, right? Yeah. They went back to back years with the Fab Five, right? They had some down years, but Beeline uh, took them to the championship. They lost to Louisville, right? With uh, yeah, uh, they lost to who's the little Nova. point guard? Uh, did they lose to Nova? Did they lose to Louisville too? Louisville and Nova, I think. I think you're right. Okay. I think you got them there a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, I can tell you that because I have it right here. They lost to Nova in eighteen. And they lost to, they lost to Louisville in 13. So okay. you are correct. And I am correct. Okay. It's kind of like a normal college experience episode. Right? Hello. Throw your dick in the air. Um, so uh, where are we at here with that? Um, That's a lot of sustained success for Michigan. They're a blue blood. Okay. But then we, I was one to, that definitely thought Villanova is a blue blood, right? Yeah. And they only have four, right? I think that still might. I mean, the fact that they've won the national championship three times since uh, what? I'm sorry. Also, UConn has five. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. UConn definitely. And UConn's got the fucking players to go along with it. But at four, I said Vill- a Villanova that I consider a blue blood. Yeah. And this is where it gets great. Cause I said, Indiana no longer is, but Indiana has four as well. Okay. 
Granted, most are in the 80s. When was the last time Indiana made a Final Four? Well, they went to the national championship and played Maryland in 02, I believe, right? Ah. One of the more forgettable national championship appearances, in my mind. Um, well, this is where it gets, Arizona's only got four. Is that right? Only yeah. four Final Four appearances. Yeah. Since that's, 80. Since 80. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then here's what is more compelling. Georgetown has four. Yeah, but they were in 1980. No, one in 2003, one in 2006, I think, with Roy Hibbert. Okay. Uh, by the way, Florida has five, and here's what I find compelling: is Florida has five since 1980. Uh, UCLA has five. Syracuse has five. Michigan has five. We want to label myself included on this. I said UCLA is a blue blood. I said Syracuse is a blue blood. I didn't say Michigan on the last episode. Yeah. And we kind of said no to Florida. I was proposing it, but it doesn't mean that I agreed. I was proposing that, but Florida has more national championships since 1980 than all of them. (laughs) Well, Florida got what? Two under Donovan. Yeah, But they've been to five. How many of those were under Donovan? Three, I think. So they've had some success. Yeah. Like to me, Florida came out of like nowhere with Donovan. Uh, maybe no, they, they went were... in '94 with Dimitri Hill, and okay. they played Duke and lost to Duke in '94. See, yeah. that, that's where it becomes off my radar. That that's where, uh, like, beyond the blue bloods of college basketball, I wasn't paying attention. Well, and they attention. went to one in like '13 or '14. Okay, yeah. maybe maybe we need to give Florida a little more credit. But uh, isn't that we? No, I'm, I'm blaming myself here too because I don't. We don't picture them as it, but yet. They are by, by stats. They're telling me, well, you know, you know, what's crazy about Florida. Uh, they seem like an exclusively a football school and maybe that's the sec part going on there. But I mean, how many SC uh, Kentucky is exclusively a basketball school and they're the only other sec team on that list. Right. Uh, well, that's, what's compelling is uh, when you get to three and w- there's not Arizona, Indiana, Villanova is at four, right? Yeah. Georgetown. Well, that three is LSU. No, I don't think of LSU as a basketball school at all. They have three final four appearances since 1980. <laughs> what years were those then? The Glenn with big baby, big baby Davis. They went and then they went mid nineties and then they went in the eighties. They actually kind of do it by decade. They go one per decade, <laughs> which is great. I mean, from yeah. a, they didn't do it in the past 10 I've, years. I've yeah. had a lot of programs yeah. out there would like to go to yeah. one final four every decade. Uh, well, that's where it gets compelling. Cause then you look and you say, well, Houston, the Houston Cougars have three in the uh, in three final four appearances since 80 UNLV has three. Virginia has three. Uh, Arkansas has three. If Ohio Virginia State, has three, I can vouch for a fact that they're not a blue blood of college basketball, Ohio state, Oklahoma. Uh, uh, I mean, Memphis, I mean, you got a lot of teams in there that have gone three times in, in the past 40 years. Okay. Well, three, I think is the, the official cutoff. But really, four is questionable for this, the term blue blood. I but, think. But I'm telling you, four. We considered Arizona blue blood. Indiana, everyone does. I definitely considered Villanova blue blood. Yeah. I mean, th- those are Arkansas's one. If they, if Arkansas was a ranked team at one point, if they make the final four this year, they're going to be tied with them. Yeah. Well, Arkansas had a good run. Would they? They went to one and lost one on back to back years. They won one and lost yeah. one under in the Nolan, national Nolan championship. Yeah. But yeah, but they made another final four as well. Okay. I'm going to say we put the cutoff at four. 
Okay. Four final four appearances in the last 40 years. Well, well that makes it very intriguing to some teams out there, but this is another thing that I wanted to bring up to you, buddy. Okay. Is that means in the last five, since we didn't get one last year, which we know, we know these teams wouldn't have been there. I think. Uh, so that means the last five ready. One, two, three, four, five final fours that we've had. Mm-hmm. Here's what I find interesting. And this is the shift in college basketball. Cause I have every one of these for since 1980 in front of me. Okay. On a Microsoft document. Okay. Right? Uh, there's only two teams that have been there twice in the last five years. Yeah. To the final four. Yeah. Who are they? Villanova. Yeah. And North Carolina. And we know damn well last year, North Carolina wasn't making the tournament. So they wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Which would have been two in the last six years for them. Yeah. And then, uh, no. So it wouldn't have put them because I'm using 2015 where they went. Oh, if you said, okay. So they wouldn't have been for sure of the last five years. They would have only had one appearance. Yeah. So then it would have been just Villanova. And that is what I'm talking about of the shift of college basketball. There is more parity. That is great, right? Yeah. Now. What, tell me how many uh, final fours has Alabama made in the last uh, five years? I believe they no four zero. Wait, oh, in college football, you're college saying? Football, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, f- no, no, no. They, they one year they didn't. The LSU year. Okay, so four though, four out of five yeah. years. All right. No. What about Clemson? Are they five out of five? I think they're five out of five. Okay, and then uh, Ohio State. They're five out of five. I think right. They made all five. No, no they might have missed one year. Okay. Four out of five. Okay. Uh, I'm not even sure. Oklahoma, I think it's what, three out of five? Two or three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma played Bama, LSU, and, and Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there's a little more parity in college basketball. I don't know if that's what you're getting more. at. No, I'm saying, yeah. no, no, <laughs> I wasn't comparing it to football. I was making the connection that the sport, because if I go the five years prior, you get a lot of the same teams. The, f- the five years prior, especially you go to the 90s, it's the same teams almost every fucking year. Yeah. I think this is why the sport is much better than it was in the, the quote unquote golden era is drastically changing. Look, and here's, here's really what to me has to happen because I agree with you that there's an element of, um, of more interest in not knowing who's going to be there and, and, and watching these teams play, but it does take just a deeper commitment to learning who the players are in the game. Of course you have to be the extreme fan to the average fan. But that's what I want to keep it as. But that's what I wanted. With like when you go back and and we talked about this, like to me, it's it's almost like with rock and roll or hip hop. Okay. The less heads know, the better in a way, because it gets so big, it gets horrible. Yeah. And that's what's happened to college football. It's 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 not horrible, but it's pretty much horrible as a postseason. It gets to a point where it you know. Well, and that's what the NFL. I think it got too popular. Yeah. You need to keep it for the hardcore fan. I think college basketball. Either you're in or out. Yeah. And that's, what's great. That's what's, that's, that's the argument I'm making. Well, is that- I'm struggling because I'm having to dig in and learn the history of all these fucking, and that, that's really what it is, especially with these players like leaving after one year. And so you're like, it's having, really not even that many though, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's not that many, but yeah. your, your true star players are, I mean, to an extent, I mean, obviously you have your Luca Garza who's been there for a while, but like a lot of these guys that are going to be like number one driving Jalen sucks, true freshman, right? Yeah. And so like he's he's there you you only get to see him you figure out who he is halfway through the season but unless st- but still but still you're watching a, a you know, like, recruiting you know, I, film I, I, but him. I think that's a, I think that's a normal take from a normal person. Yeah. Like I, I'm pulling up the final fours. Villanova we know is a team that never has one and dones. 
they've won two championships in the past five years. Right? Yeah. Most of these guys, two, once again, 2015, I still think it was a little bit of the old school era. Yeah. And since we didn't get one last year, 2015 had Duke and there was one and done. They also had Kentucky in that final four that one and done. Yeah. Duke and Kentucky hasn't made a final four since. Right. Right. Um, my point is you, you look at this and I'm not seeing a lot of universities with the one and done out of the last, uh, what, tw- uh, four to 16 teams that have made the final four. I'm not seeing many that not had many one, one and done. Yeah. Well, I, I do think I, don't, that's- I, I actually, I'm going to go ahead and say if, if any, if any, it came from Auburn. Yeah. Came from Auburn. I think that's a nice development in my mind what it was uh, two years ago with that stacked ass one and done Duke team, like getting close, but like not getting it done. That's the most interesting because you're not completely focused on, you know, the, the top team in the country. And it's not a guarantee that those few teams are going to make it, but you are still seeing the top talent get, you know, represented in somewhat deep in the tournament, but you also have these other, players and coaches that you need to learn about as you go and you get to watch them fight for their chance, you know? And so that's, that's also compelling as opposed to just phoning it in from the beginning of the season well, and saying Duke's winning the national championship this year. Alabama is winning the football national championship. This yeah. Year. Well, that, I mean, that's another angle to, to college basketball before we dive into the games that are having this week. And don't, don't forget, we will get to those and the games that have happened in the past three days. But another thing is the coach continuity. When I talked, remember we, I always talked about the golden era of college football to me in the nineties, where I felt like you knew these programs because of, and I still study the game now, but there's the turnover is amazing, right? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. F- coaches that doc holiday is getting fired where you're like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's not the, in college basketball. If you, if you, once you get into this thing, it is still like Loyola Marymount. I mean, Loyola Chicago, still Porter Moser, still their head coach. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'll admit I'm shockingly like unknowledgeable about like a lot of, a lot of college basketball. I, I'm a pretty common fan. Yeah. And so I've just been going through like the top few coaches right now of the top programs and they've all been there for quite a while. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you go through and I mean, Mark few's been at uh fucking Gonzaga in some way, shape or form since 1989, dude, Bob McKillop at Davidson's been there. I think since 82. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you go through, uh, who's uh Baylor, uh, uh, Baylor, uh, Scott drew Scott drew has been at Baylor since what? Early 2000s. Whenever that scandal happened, I forget what year. 2005, yeah. uh, uh, Jay Wright's Dude, been the, at the consistency Villanova yeah. for almost 20 years. Shock is smart's been at, uh, for seven years. And, 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 and normally when it like Bob Huggins got fired because of off the court antics he's been there seven years, how long shock is smart been at Texas? I'd say give or take around there. Cause they've yeah. had two coaches since then. Will Wade went to LSU after he at was VCU's VCU. coach. Yeah. After. So it's yeah, definitely I think been, he's been there about yeah. seven years. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I mean, it, it's well, definitely, well, as a dude that previews a lot of these small conferences, dude, you can go to these small conferences. They've been there tw- 15, 20 years, right. like a lot of the coaches. Yeah. yeah. Well that, that, that's what I have to do in order to like really, st- I mean, and, and that gives me the opportunity, I guess where the, the shift is for me is I had become used to getting familiar with the players for a few years. And then even just getting familiar with the, the one and done's kind of leading their team to the championship and accepting that, Hey, I thought that that ruined college basketball saying, okay, Anthony Davis is there for one year and I'm going to pay attention to him and then get to know him. And then he's gone. But now, okay. The shift is, well, I think the grad transfer neutralized that a lot. It does neutralize yeah. it. I agree with you. 
And I also think it, it shifts the focus to the coach, yeah. you know, as opposed right. to like the, the players. Um, we're going to dive more into that information and more into uh, what the past couple of days in college basketball and look ahead at the weekend, a great slate of games as this season heats up on the college experience. But first I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs care about sports betting, baby. And the best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew. Make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, so you don't miss any of our videos. If you're subscribed, you'll get a notification every time a new video is posted from the SGPN crew. I haven't lost a game doing this shit. I need to do it more often, I think. But anyway, sorry. This what beer. is it, this SG? Uh, it, it better than Vegas. I make a video. It's like YouTube. I just tell the tell the people that uh, hey, I'm the best, and uh, you throw it out there. Yeah, throw that D out there, and boom. But I've been on fire. I've been on fire. That so go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to our Better Than Vegas page today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Boom. Um, BTV bringing the B D E. Exactly. Exactly. Pa- Pal, uh, hiya, pal. Isn't that Joe, Joe Pesci in home alone? Right. I have pal. Sounds right. God bless Joe Pesci. Where's that guy in the world? He's just a, that's a great guy. He is. That's a great human being. Never met him. Could tell me to go fuck myself. And I'd still think he's a great human being. I've heard good stories about Joe Pesci. I have too. I have too. Yeah. He strikes me as a regular people. Look, it's a regular dude. You know what I mean? Speaking of which, yeah, I am seeing, uh, Alabama's coach. Being called uh, the new my cousin yes, Vinny. Yes, uh, Talk, referring to Nate Oates, the former Buffalo Bulls head coach who took them to the tournament a bunch of times. I don't know much about the dude. I'm guessing he's a northerner down in the fucking boonies yeah. of uh, yeah. Alabama. Yeah, making himself right at home. Hey, I can't root against a guy who's uh, being called my cousin Vinny. So, uh, and uh, let me tell you, man, Nate Oates is is there's magic being uh, being had there because he is killing it with the crimson tide right now. Holy smokes. I mean, I was all over. I thought they would lose. To, I, I did. And it's not that I think they're, they're worse than LSU. I just thought they got to lose their red hot. It's almost like the minute when I faded Michigan to Minnesota, I yeah, just thought, you were right, but I was wrong on this I, with the Bama. I had been bullish on Bama the previous like two weeks, maybe even a month. Yeah. I was like, this team is athletic. They run the court. They play defense phenomenally. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, there's, there, but I, I thought, man, LSU, you it, thought once the attention catches up to them, well, I just thought they would get, they're still college kids. There's other oh, chasing ass, yeah. right? Like I still thought like you could get a big head yeah. and, and LSU's tempo was similar. And I thought that was one of Alabama's Alabama's kind of got the old Paul Westhead philosophy of like run up the court and shoot. Yeah. 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 And, and LSU's tempo is similar. So I thought like, Hey, what would it take? My yeah. angle was you have to see yourself in the mirror to, to, to catch that L and LSU. Although yeah. often that happens often when a team practices against what you're doing all the time, all of a sudden that magic you got kind yeah. of runs but out. But what I was wrong about was LSU has a trash ass defense that could not stop the, uh, the, the crimson tide. If, if their life depended on it, but Alabama doing it, I, I would love to see Alabama win the national championship this year. How fun would that be? I mean, are they, they're the class of the sec. It looks like at this point. Yeah. Still a lot of, still a lot of season left. I think, I think Missouri is a team we need to monitor. Okay. But um, LSU was certainly in that conversation up until yesterday. Yeah. Alabama made 23, three pointers. 
which I understand is an SEC record. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I mean, that's like 90 points and three pointers, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something, something like that. Getting up there. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, uh, kudos to, to Nate Oates, uh, And I, he was the guy that called out coach K. So even more, even more props to you. Boom. Um, and that's, what's been compelling about this past, this past week. I, I, I think college basketball heating up. You're seeing what Michigan rolled again against Maryland. They're back on track. Uh, Miami, who I was on, and they are opened up. I think they got up to like a fourteen to two lead, and Syracuse just blew them out after that. Miami's still missing the likes of Chris Likes. Hey, um, see what you did there. But uh, I, I, dude, they gotta they gotta really clamp down, and and, and this is what we're gonna get to. I know I bring this up on every episode. But I, I, this pertains to the, the the conversation we were just having. Okay. Duke lost to Pittsburgh the other night. Patty, see, they're five and four, and that was one of the must-win games to me. Yeah. UNC barely beat a bad Wake Forest team tonight, and Kentucky lost to Georgia. Mm. I'm of the opinion UNC still the question mark. They seem done. USC's up. I mean UNC's upcoming schedule. Uh, looks like that Clemson game is postponed. Fortunately for them, um, assuming. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong portion of the schedule that had previously been postponed. Uh, upcoming, they have NC State. Uh, right now, NC State's a better team to me. Yeah, the, the NC State's already beat them once. I would bet on NC State right now. Depends on how much points though. But like straight up, give me NC State. North Carolina's in trouble. Yeah, and I think Duke is in a lot of trouble too. Because hold on, I'll match you that. You, yeah. Uh, North uh, Duke's at Louisville next. Probably an L. Yeah, that's a loss, and Louisville coming off of a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, who's UNC's next game after that? Uh, at Pitt. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. Unless they, f- I mean, they could win that, but I, I, I tend to think Pitt's playing better right now. Right. Yeah. North Carolina sitting at nine and five overall. Let me see if I can find their. Uh, conference record uh, sitting at four and three in conference. So if they're hitting at about 50%, no, they'll get in at that, but I'm saying that but the schedule was front loaded. They got Notre Dame, I think twice and uh, someone else, but uh, how about the yellow jackets of Georgia tech? Well, they already handed uh, uh, UNC a loss. Um, they're solid. Georgia tech no, playing good ball. Uh, they're they've won six of seven. And they were a little banged up out the gate. This team destroyed. Uh, I'm sorry. They've won seven of eight. I'm sorry. They destroyed Clemson by 18 tonight. Right. And I think they play Duke. They play Virginia next, but I'm saying this is a team that's red hot and they have a ton of talent. If Poster, if pastor could, can, can coach these guys. I think they're one of the more talented teams in the ACC from a starting five standpoint. So they started out. zero and two. Yeah. But they didn't. They were banged up a little bit. One of them was a three-point loss, very close game. But since then, they've won seven out of their last eight. Okay. Uh, well, check this out, dude. My point is, is Duke's next game is at Louisville. Then they're home to Georgia Tech. Then they're home to Clemson. Then they're at Miami, and by that time, Miami should have their best player back. And then after that, they get North Carolina, which is a rivalry game. They could win that. They could beat Miami. But I still think Miami. Miami's been having three players out. Yeah, they got two back against Syracuse. They look like shit. But 
I don't. Ex- I think Miami's team is actually really good. If yeah, they, if everyone's healthy. Yeah. I don't know where the wins are coming for for the Duke. Well, let me ask you this: This is the yeah. team that just dropped out of the top twenty-five, although that may have been a completely that was, that was overblown nonsense. ranking. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would need to check bracketology. NC a Duke fan; he'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were overrated, absolutely. Um, I don't know when. The, let me check. The I don't lot. think they're making it, dude. When I look at this schedule, I don't see many wins out there. Uh, Joe Lunardi's got them as an 11 seed as of yesterday on his uh, bracketology. Well, that, well, and I think we thought that they were going to beat Pitt because they needed it, right? Yeah. Look, they could beat Georgia Tech. I'm not saying that they won't. I just, when I look at this team, we've watched Duke this year. Yeah, if they struggle, if they're an 11 seed now and they have the remainder their of their best season, win is Notre Dame. I'm sorry, continue. No, yeah. I'm just saying, that, yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of. Uh, easy wins left on that schedule. They've never had a good win this season. I, I, I refuse to think that this team, like if you're going to tell me, I, I would take them to beat Notre Dame on Tuesday, February 9th. And I would take them to beat wake forest on February 17th. The rest, I don't think they win, but I'll say this. They probably, cause of the rivalry factor, they'll, sp- they'll split against the Tar Heels. Okay. They typically do. So I'm going to give them three and let's just give them one more random win. Let's say they beat either Syracuse or Miami. Right, that puts him at. I'm guessing the four more wins, thirteen and thirteen. No, that that's nine, and oh, not, you're talking about they're in not conference. Ma- they're not making the tournament, dude. Um, no, not in conference. Right now, they're five and four overall. Yeah, because no. they elected to not play a bunch of their their mid majors because of Coach Cage wanted to throw in the towel in the season. You're right. They are five and four. Yeah, Holy shit. They play nine games total. Yeah, if they only have nine games, they're not wins. making the tournament, dude. If um, they make the tournament, you're going to see almost like the college football playoffs for me. I'm going to be outraged. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, they have. It, this is it's January. It 19th, would certainly it's January be the 21st. first team ever to win less than ten games and make the uh, NCAA. It def- won't happen. Well, aside from maybe a uh, conference champion. Yeah, and let, well, they could win the ACC championship. They could. Yeah, it's possible. Um, they're not no, making it. Let me ask you this: I know you are. Excited about that possibility. I'm loving that right? possibility. Of course, yeah. we all love the Blue Bloods getting a taste of their own medicine. But are there any teams that you actually like to watch for the to get into the tournament and pot- potentially make a run? Uh, like what teams am I seeing to to get in? What what teams are you rooting for at this point? that you have a little, a little love for, because right now it uh, seems dude, like I, your focus is on. I just love that. not getting it. Well, I, I love seeing Kentucky struggle too. I think it's great losing tonight. Um, Alabama, <laughs> I just mentioned is one. I yeah. would love to see them. I wouldn't mind winning the, them winning the national championship. No, I kind of would because they're having so much success. Well, I guess football. that would be the only angle. And I bet that, and you know what? I'm, I'm a Spurs guy. I thought Avery Johnson was doing a good job. And know, I get, yeah, I thought I did think he got, wrongly fired. Like yeah. I thought he should have had another year or two. Yeah. He was moving them in the right direction. Yeah. But Oates was doing a great job at Buffalo. So I can't knock the high. Yeah. yeah. Um, fair enough. Um, but okay. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'll say I probably wouldn't wish them to, to win the national championship since I could choose from a big group. Yeah. I would love to see, well, Gonzaga. I yeah. would love to see them because I feel like they're due, but I also think that's almost so predictable that I wouldn't root for it. <laughs> Few has earned it. Few's I know. I would it. like to see them get a championship. Yeah, um, and you never know when that 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 chance is going to come again. The, a wave can crash. It happened to Oregon. It looked like Oregon was going to win their national championship, 
with Chip Kelly. Yeah. And then yeah. boom, eventually it's easy to see a tide turn. It is. Um, what other teams do I like? Let's go. Let's go conference by conference here. I mean, you saw tonight and I doubt they could win the national championship, but I would love to see them make a run. Ed Cooley and Providence. I've always had a soft spot for Providence and Xavier. <laughs> um, Big East is uh, a it, it's it's a it's it's a mess. It once is again. a mess. And even Villanova, who we think is this blue blood, they they escape Seton Hall and they just don't look good. Yeah, to they me this barely year. got. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That, I mean, sitting at number three right now, and when they won by two against Seton Hall. They only have one loss. Seton Hall is nine and six. I mean, they still beat Texas at Texas, but. I just don't know when I watch them. Right. I, it just uh, early in the year. I thought they would probably win the national championship coming into the season. I was like, this starting five is really good. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of season left. They got hit with COVID. They had a lot of games canceled. Yeah. Uh, so they have a lot of season left, okay. but, but Villanova, by the way, my brother pointed this out to me. We looked up their recruiting uh, trends they have pretty much stayed under Jay Wright in between Rhode Island and Southern Virginia. That that mid Atlantic corridor is all that dude recruits. And yeah. well, he, he's a guy to me that also coaches up. Yeah. Coaches him up, knows his system, yeah. knows what he's doing. Big fan of Jay Wright gets his talent to play. It's just interesting as, as a Philly dude and as a, a very Northeastern mentality city that he, he tends to keep his talent relatively right local. That it's is, that kind is kind of fun. Um, but then, then, okay. The, in the big East, though, I mean, obviously I would love to see those. Those are like blue collar programs to me mm-hmm. that always, that always, you know, they're in it. They're always what do you think good. about Creighton. They're, they're well, no, I faded them tonight because I just don't like the way they play defense. I mean, I, I, I look, I would love to see them. Like I, I love their story coming from the Missouri Valley and, 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 and what, but I don't, I don't know. Even in the Missouri Valley, I feel like I faded them a lot. Yeah. 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 From a personal liking standpoint, not from a gambling <laughs> standpoint, but I'm saying like, I was like, I don't know. Um, don't trust them. And then uh, what? Let's go ACC. Who would I? Georgia Tech. I mean, that's a great story. Clemson's a great story. Virginia, Virginia Tech's, Tech's a, great, a great story. Yep. I, I find all of it compelling. I wouldn't even mind Florida State getting a national championship because I want that narrative. I want them to suck at football for a long time. Yeah. Just completely flip there. Yeah. To me, Florida State as a university has earned a, a yeah. period of suffering. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're right. I still would rather have Virginia. If you told me right now, Virginia Tech, Georgia or Tech, State. or Clemson or, or Florida State to win, I would take all three. Actually, Clemson would almost be like the Alabama thing, though, since I know they've been cheating. Right. Don't don't reward that. So yeah. I think I, I think I would go Georgia Tech or Virginia Tech. The tech technology, baby. Uh, well, what, what, what <laughs> schools are uh, both football and basketball powerhouses? Well, Florida, we just mentioned. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan state. If you want to, they made a college football playoff once. Yeah. You don't want to let a team Oklahoma have that, that clout. Oklahoma what made what three final fours in the past 40 years. Would you consider them a blue blood in both? Is there any team that we have listed? That's a blue blood in both. Sports. Okay. North Carolina. Is that a blue blood? Is Mac Brown about to make They're it? They're not a football blue blood. No, I'd say Michigan. Well, here's the thing is Michigan state, even with Saban, I didn't think they were that good. No. D'Antonio got them to like They're not really a football high blue blood. How about Michigan then? Five final fours. Michigan is the closest one. Ohio state has had they some. Have three though. They're the same place as Oklahoma. Florida is one. Florida is, has five. Um, LSU has three. 
There, that's close. That's close. Um, it's funny because no, UCLA, UCLA, and USC, like they they decided you're the football team in this town. We're the yeah. basketball team in this town. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Not too many. I do not want to see Alabama or Clemson enter <laughs> that fucking. Uh, talk about obnoxious enough fan bases. What are the what are the schools though? My obviously, you know, I'm rooting for Colorado, even though they fucking suck tonight against Washington. That's my problem with Colorado is every time you think they're going to turn a corner, they get lazy and then they lose to someone they shouldn't. <laughs> they lack discipline. They do lack discipline. They're probably going to make the tournament, but watch me fade them early because they're going to be like, Hey, it's going to have one of these off nights. Um, who else? Big 10. Who would I love? Dude, I would love to see Illinois win it all. I would love to see. I, you know, I can't even really hate on Juwan Howard. I know Matt Painter's getting a lot of love. I got to learn more about all these coaches. Painter, the coaching job. Can we just talk about like, that's one that I feel like he's on the level of Tony Bennett. Yeah. He's getting a lot of love. I got to watch him a little more. This team was predicted to be in the basement of the big, like they just beat Ohio state. They swept Ohio state this, this year. Yeah. You look at them. They're on fire right now. They're playing great basketball. It's unbelievable to me. I mean, yes, when I analyze that they're they're starting five, I say they're good, but they're kind of like a blue. Co- they're kind of like what I'm talking about with Xavier and Providence. It's yeah. like, but they're winning Scrappers. more than them. Yeah, because painters. It's it's like Tony Bennett. Yeah, like last year when Just we were talking, how like, how win. are they winning? One game at a time. Yeah, yeah. It, real, you kind of gotta be, love that guy, and, and that would be great to see Purdue. Purdue I mean, especially after like kind of getting jobbed a little they, bit against yeah, UVA. They got job. I mean, they got job. Look. If they, if they reacted Jerome. that play a hundred times, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they got job. I mean, they did get jobbed on the dribble, but no, that was against Auburn. No, yeah, that was against Auburn. I'm yeah. talking about how the the the, uh, the ball gets Keita's, tapped back. Yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, when I when that Purdue got, was the better team that day, dude. Well, Carson Edwards was was the better player than the Purdue entire... deserved to go to the next <laughs> round. If you had yeah. if you had blind well, the championship, if you had game, covered up that scoreboard, yeah, and watched those two teams, you would think Purdue's the better team. Maybe, I don't know. UVA played a good game of basketball. No, they did, and they were right there. I'm not saying it's yeah. much of a drop off, but I I thought Purdue deserved to win that oh, game. I, yeah. Purdue, that was one of the the best performances to not advance that I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Big Twelve. Who would I, uh, dude? Would it would be great to see Baylor win a national championship. It would. It would. Let me ask you this: uh, Homer Drew, Bryce Drew, Scott Drew. Put them in order of legend status at this point. <laughs> I mean, I gotta really dig into Homer's past before I before I I, I disregard him. Right. Um. Well, Bryce Drew's three pointer is is. You think that still makes him the? Uh, well, he's the, the coach of Grand son. Canyon. Who we might see them in March. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, they're we, one of those fun. Teams. We might see them in March, and he got a raw deal. Vanny fired him. His like top two scorers were out for the year and he's in like year two or three. So they were horrible. Yeah. And there's like, you're fired. And it's like, what? It's like just a year ago, they like showed great signs of improving All right. for Jerry Stackhouse. I mean, no disrespect to Jerry Stackhouse, but I didn't that he had no coaching experience. I was what, like, what? what year is uh Pippen um, down there? I think he's a junior. He's a junior. Scott Pippen yeah. junior. Was he a Stackhouse uh, recruit? He might've been, maybe he's a sophomore then. This is so Stackhouse is in year two. I'm not sure. I'd have to pull that up, but I mean, I, I mean, that's a tough question. The Drews, the Drews, that's like the berries, Rick Berry, John Berry, Drew Berry. They, they, they know their hoops, right? Um, 
Okay, we're gonna get into the thick of this thing, man. We gotta we gotta recap all what happened here. Okay, Kentucky loses to uh Georgia tonight, Patty C. They're four and nine. They're done. I think they're done too. Unless they win the SEC championship. They're not winning the SEC championship. They they suck. Here's what they got on deck. Look look at their next five games. The next six, really. LSU, Bama, Texas, Missouri, Tennessee, Arkansas. It's gonna be the best year in sports. It is. It is. What 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 does Calipari's record have to be for him to get canned at the end of this year? If they don't win another game for the rest of the year, is John Calipari out? Well, here's what's crazy: is that's actually possible. Well, they have Vanderbilt, but they only beat Vanderbilt by three the first time. That was in Lexington. This is in Nashville. <laughs> Yowzers! So you're telling me if they go six, if they six and whatever the fucking number is, six and twenty. Whatever the number it would be. Yeah. I think he's still safe. He won them championships. Yeah. Calipari yeah. safe. Gotta chalk this one up a little bit. Dude, this is the best though. To see all these teams uh, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I subscribe to like the uh, college basketball channel on like Facebook. Yeah. And I saw people saying, like, you're it's it your average fan hates it. Right, but it's so great because I'm like, get the Those fuck the out of here! You're, you're, Don't you're, ruin the sport. You have get the, the shot fuck out of here at their expense, dude. And 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 how about? And we were talking about this last. I, I was listening to the last episode where you were saying, "Don't you want to see blue bloods?" No, I would like to see schools develop into blue bloods and yeah. then ha- play old traditions and then. Yeah. Well, there was a time when like these teams had to develop themselves into blue bloods. Well, like know? college football, that's out. The, that's not going to happen. Yeah, they kind of they kind of have made that really hard. But it's still, you're right. It still is a possibility, and there should be some turnover. Like, like Baylor is close, dude. I think Baylor would have been a Final Four team last year, right? Yeah, Baylor could develop into it. You know, you yeah. know, it's a, it was a recent uh, trend that in college football that I would like to see, but it just seems like a long shot, just based on how the cards are stacked. Is like a once long ago blue blood in Minnesota, who I want to say won the first three national championships of the pole era. Yeah. 36, 37, 38, something in that range. Uh, obviously didn't continue that success for 70 years, 80 years, but is now was looking like they were going to emerge back into a potential power in the big 10 West. That's how the sport should work. Teams should yeah. fluctuate between, I mean, there can be blue blood, but it shouldn't last forever. And yeah, someone should test the, and they, they hardly ever allow that in college football. Yeah. Even today when I, when I tweeted out the Larry Scott thing, we had one of our fans, which no disrespect to this guy, but he was like, thankfully now he'll know to never play uh USC on Friday nights, always give them Saturday games and no back to back. And I'm like, no, no, that's what's wrong with the sport. Yeah. That is what's wrong is H conference protecting these. Right. Yeah. Treating them. Like yes. They're the, uh, I don't want to see that every fucking child. year yeah. where that, 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 the, 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 the 10 schools that are uh, super elite financially yeah. get, no back-to-back away games. And meanwhile, Iowa state or Oregon state has to play two or sometimes three away games back-to-back. Let me ask you this. Is there, is there that kind of schedule manipulation going on in basketball to your knowledge at all? I don't think so, but I mean, I will. Yeah. Yeah. In a little bit, like Duke doesn't normally play at a conference. They'll neutral site games. Really? Not this year. This year's weird. Yeah. That's why Michigan state uh, Duke allowed Michigan state to play at at Duke. Um, which they traditionally met in Madison square garden or something like that. So okay. Duke has now like earned this thing where they never play at a conference on the road. Okay. And uh, Carolina kind of, kind of did the same. Yeah. But, but it's a much smaller, but, uh, well, Carolina, 
did the same after they went to Northern Iowa and got their ass whooped by Northern Iowa. They a few said, years Fuck ago. This. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. The home it, as much like college football, it matters for everything. There's only, there's only 11 games. Yeah. Like to me, like if you're Northern Iowa and you don't get a chance to play. Yeah. Okay. That sucks, but you can still win your conference and you're in. Right. 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 So it doesn't matter too they much. They can't completely yeah. finagle you out of the situation. Like no one, like I, I remember reading about Boise state's AD after like Oh seven, he was like, no one, no one wants to play us. We're yeah. trying to play and no one wants to play us. Yeah. That, see that. And, and unfortunately they have zero power because they win their conference right. every year. And then you and, got other people saying, yeah. well, you should have scheduled toughers. Motherfucker. We offered to go anywhere in yeah. the country. And we, yeah. we, and we had proven that. And that's why they didn't want to play us. Yeah. Cause we'll go to the because house. We won at them. Georgia. Yeah. We won at Virginia tech, essentially or yeah. DC, yeah. right? We won at, at wherever else, you know, uh, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. Um, so no one wanted to play them. Yeah. And that's, that's, that, that's what's horrible about college football in general right now. I mean, there's a lot of problems with that sport, but even UCF, I, I, I think nobody will want to play you coming up. Once you've, once you've shown that you are Hornet. Yeah. They say, well, why would I do that to myself? Cause I could make a million dollars if we win the ACC. I stand to gain yeah. nothing from this. Yes. Whereas in bas- college basketball, while that happens, it's not the end of the world for either team. So they don't avoid it like the plague. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. College basketball, you still control your own fate. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. if they're not scheduling you, which I, I also think it's so much less. I, I don't think there's many programs. I think it's like three or four that, that really, that, that really write it, it, that really write their own ship. The rest are just like, you know, like Arizona still will play at San Diego state. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so th- there's only a few that just right? completely dictate their own schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, you saw it this year. Uh, I mean, Kentucky played Richmond. I doubt they're playing at Richmond next year, but Richmond beat him this year, but that's, what's great. Yeah. But, um, or Stephen F. Austin at Duke last year, Duke's not playing at Stephen F. Austin. That's a one and done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. But, uh, but it's not going to matter to too much to them. If they, if, if Stephen F. Austin wins the Southern they're in. Yeah. Or Southland Southland. I'm sorry. Uh, they're in. So it, it can, it's, it's a checks and balances system in a way. It's like, yeah. okay. It just makes it a little more, uh, balanced and fun. You yeah. Know. Well, it de- uh, and you could say, well, it devalues that game, but well, it devalues a game that they don't play it. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, it's like, dude, I mean, Boise was making like offers to USC. I mean, I'm telling you like back in like Oh nine or something, I read an article that was talking about the Boise AD that tried to get USC on the schedule. Yeah. Try to get Texas on the schedule. Try- it was willing to take a two for one. Might I add? Yeah. And they're just like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I think he was willing to do one-offs. Yeah. Cause that's what he did with Virginia tech. Yeah. He's like, in Georgia, like he was willing to do one-offs. We will come to your house and they're saying no. Yeah. That's even worse. Right. Cause to me, it I'll should give be, you yeah. every fucking advantage if you just play us and they're like, fuck no. So what are you supposed to do? Yeah. You're basically stuck. And then you go 12 and 0 and they're like, Oh, you played nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that in college basketball. So that alone, I will agree with you while I'm still in the process of learning the who's who in college basketball, which is a, a, a huge challenge and, and a, and a painstaking and time-taking challenge. I do think it, it's worth it. And I, it, it becomes this super enriched environment. Once you do, uh, start to learn it all, I can't wait. And, and I read an article today about how Larry Scott, five of the six commissioners that agreed to the 14 playoff are gone. Right. Yeah. Or f- five of six. Uh, I don't know. I got to re. I thought it said five of six, but then I'm like, there's only five power conferences. Maybe AACs. I don't know. 
Um, but they said uh, this, this, I forget which, which analyst was that wrote this article was saying that all six needed to be gone for them to, to expand. Right. Yeah. So we're on that path. I cannot wait though. one at a time. It's not going to be actually, I think it will be at eight at one point. Yeah. But, no, I'm saying that, that an eight seed or a seven seed will win the national championship. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk to you then as a team that, as a guy that I've always said, like the, the, that the, the formula, well, uh, as a guy who originally said that okay. you didn't need five, uh, I have since changed my stance. Well, I can't wait till they go to like, it, it'll eventually, I'll probably be like 70. Yeah. It will go to 16 and I can't wait till a 14 f- till, seed. Yes. Yeah. And they will. I, yeah. I would bet the house on it. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Just for all those naysayers. Well, look, out there. I've never, I've never thought that like it was necessary. I mean, I, I always thought that a 14 seed had the potential to win the national championship. The argument was more based on have they earned the, uh, the right to play for it. But where, where what really is changing for me is that I do think that there isn't enough information to determine that they haven't earned the right to play for it and that the teams in front of them have earned the right to play for it. And so I think that you need to expand the playoff based off of that because the subjectivity that, you know, constitutes naming the top four teams is not satisfactory in my mind anymore. Whereas before the top I, four, not even the top 25. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're proving that, <laughs> that this year, this year was a real the basketball too. I mean, that's the best thing. Me and Nick were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Uh, we think the college basketball top 25 is crap. Yeah. Right. But the good thing is it doesn't matter. Right. It matters zero. That's strictly for ESPN's ratings. Yeah. More, more or less irrelevant. Yeah. Strictly for like hey, number four against number six on Saturday. Tune in. I mean, I think that probably has an impact on the seating to an extent. Maybe you think I've seen, I've I've seen, I think before I'd have to go back and double check just to make sure I'm, I'm not talking out of my ass here. Yeah. But I think I've seen teams that were, I was shocked because they were like ranked twenty third going into the conference tournament and then didn't make the tournament. Who who does the uh, the seating in the is it the the NCAA uh, selection committee? Yeah. Which is trust me, it's been it's not a perfect game. It's not a perfect game being done over there either. Yeah, but um, it's it's way better. But than my the thing college. is, you're casting such a big net. There's less incentive yes, to fuck around. Some there's been years I've been pissed off. Like Illinois State, I told you went like thirty and two. Yeah, and got, didn't make it one year. Yeah. Um, that's fuckery. Yeah. And they lost in the Missouri Valley, which is a proven, proven hornet's nest of a college basketball conference. Yeah. It's not like they're in the fucking big sky. All right. You know, like, so I'm like, to me, like, dude, that's a deep conference year in year yeah, out. They You're battling. You saw it when Creighton and Butler all of a sudden joined, you know, you saw it with, uh, who else was in that conference? No, Wichita used to be in that conference, not Butler. When Creighton and, but- and Wichita joined the other conferences, they're like, oh, they're just beating everybody. Yeah. Instant containers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Um, so anywho, all right. The college experience is brought to you by better edge, better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. And the best part is it allows you to bet with no vig baby. Since you're buy, since you're, uh, you're, you're buying positions from other sports betters. That means there is no house, right? Boom. Pat, Patty C, you know, I already made this joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. Uh, and uh, there is a garage, fortunately yeah, for me, yeah. but uh, <laughs> we played no a lot of Tecmo Bowl issue. in that garage. Uh, you can play for money in 40 states with Better Edge, and uh, they're, plus they're doing 
they're going to be doing weekly college basketball contests on Wednesday through Saturday or Wednesday and Saturday, $10 to enter. And each user will start with a balance of a thousand edge coins to wager on the games. The player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees. Uh, it, it's, it's basically like battle Royal style, you know, battle Royal winner, take all, uh, find the link under the comp- uh, competition competitions tab. It's, it's really fantastic. Sign, sign up today at uh, betteredge.com. Use the promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's better edge. That's B E T T O R edge.com promo code S G P boom. All right, Patty. See, we had a bunch of games. I was in the midst of trying to do this scattered all around like a fucking shotgun blast here. Mm. Baylor laid it on Kansas. Kansas covered on a half court shot that banked in, not even half court, like a couple steps past. So we got the cover me you and NC Nick, but Baylor just dominated them. Baylor doing their thing. It's easy to see a tide turn Florida state then goes to Louisville and fucking blows them out too. Florida state. I'm telling you they're a basketball school now, dude. Florida state. What are they sitting at right now? In, in the Indiana is a football school. It's Florida. Florida state isn't ranked. I yet. know, which is a crime. Seth Greenberg made that well known in Lafonso Ellis as well saying, how the fuck are they not ranked? That's my point though. Is Duke was like f- five and three. Yeah. And they're like number number 19. It's like they've beaten zero teams. Yeah. By the way, Lafonso Ellis as an analyst, I like him. I like him too. He's I liked of, him as a player too. I got his jersey in the in the in the in the, the, on the, on the Denver Nuggets, man. That was a fun Nuggets team. That was a great Robert Pack just dunking all over Sean Kemp, and who was the other big man they had? Perkins maybe, Alton Lister. Jim McElvain. No, it was later. That was later. Jimmy Mack. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we got going on? Missouri handled business. Missouri flying under the radar in the SEC. How about everyone was on Rick Barnes, and this is a classic coaching thing here. Yeah. Rick Barnes at Tennessee. We saw him back in the day at Clemson with Greg Buckner and, and uh, who was it? Alonzo Jameson. Was it Jameson? Harold Jameson, Harold Jameson. I think um, then he went to, to, to Texas with Kevin Durant and company and just, he can recruit, but he can't coach in my opinion, Florida without Keontae Johnson, their best player, which Mike white deserves all the credit in the world for what that, what he's doing with the Gators. Uh, they lay it on Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, dude, people were talking Tennessee to win the national. I said, Rick Barnes, come on now. I read yeah. many publications, but they were top 10. Well, speaking of 10, we got 10, nine, eight, oh. seven, six. Oh, should we, five, should we, let me, let me four, grab the JMO three, two, one. Happy 21st birthday there, Dude, buddy. 20 fucking one year. Still got the mullet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Hey, thank you, man. You know, you got to live life. A lot of people didn't get the 21. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties. Can I say that? Is that ca- uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I think you, I think you're, you're qualified to be able to say that you're in your mid thirties. Did I just fuck something up? No, we're good. Okay. I'm making all this nonsense over here. Uh, we're, I think we're still good. If, if, you know, I feel like I could blame the, uh, the, the birthday, uh, you know, guys, I was hammered. <laughs> the computer fell apart. <laughs> um, but dude, uh, cheers buddy. And, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like what, you know, there's a lot that, uh, haven't gone into this fucking thing though at 30, 30 some years. Yeah. We got a, we got a long way to go here, buddy. 
I know. Cheers. We're chugging. And I, well, who am I kidding? I'm 38 years old. I don't need to fucking hide yeah. that shit. Come on. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Men age like wine. Yeah. Women age like milk. Fuck y'all. It does feel fast, though. Mm. Here we go. Jambo Black Barrel. Mm. Life is good. Okay. But, buddy. Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes. I wonder if he's been to the Jameson Distillery. Probably has. Probably not too far away. Yeah. Well, no, it's in. Uh, oh, that's Ireland. What am I? Well, thinking? I think they have one now in America. No, that's Guinness. What's the What's the uh, whiskey uh, company in Tennessee? They do Jack, right? Yeah, Jack Daniels. Okay. Uh, not as good. Not as good. Here's what's ironic about that. They are in. They are apparently, and I've never been there. So, if the listeners hear this, uh, perhaps I'm wrong. But from what I've understood, I've met many people that have gone to that distillery. Yeah. And that is a dry county, but uh, it employs a lot of that county, from what I understand. Interesting. The irony. Yeah, it's like prohibition striking. era. Striking. Fucking dude. The level of low key alcoholism probably I think the dry county is the worst yeah. thing you could put. I mean, look, when were we the most debaucherous when alcohol was not at our disposal? You know, we, Oh, dude. Dude, I, I, can, I do you remember like I don't know if South Carolina still does this where you can't buy alcohol on Sundays? Is that right? I went, we went for beach week. We went down on Saturday night. Yeah. I had just gotten back from fucking Cancun, dude. Yeah. And, uh, we go down for beach week in Myrtle beach. We had a bunch of people that we had made our plans at Cancun, but the weeks didn't align. So we, so you we're like, down. we can get both. Fuck. Yeah. So, but we, but so we, but we didn't have the finances to pull that off. So we said, Hey, you know, we knew some, some classic stoner friends of ours that were like, come crash on the couch. Yeah. So that was our angle. But we get down there on Sunday. With, with our stoner buddies. And you can't buy beer. Alcohol's alcohol is not an option. Sunday was a uh, smoke day. Well, we did our, we, no, 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 no. We did the, the, the steal, the steal. Like we, we basically, it's not really stealing. I don't know what you want to call this. We ran into a gas station. That's stealing. If, if, no, no, no. Okay. Ran into a gas station, threw a $20 bill on the table, grabbed a 24 pack of beer and, and ran out. And I think we did this multiple times. You guys are upright citizens. That's what I'm yeah, saying. You're, you're keeping it real. Well, we knew they wouldn't sell it to us. Right. So we said, hey. Yeah, we're making our own rules here. And we actually had the finances to pay for that. Like, we, we came into it thinking, hey, as long as we got beer money, we're good. Right. Scrounge together 20 bucks. You know, yeah. you can survive on those calories. But I have known buddies that have just grabbed it and ran, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean,. We can go into old drinking stories later, but yeah, <laughs> let's, get, of let's get the hell out of this episode. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, where were we at? How about, yeah, we talked about Purdue. Purdue plays Michigan on Friday. That's a big game. That, dude. It, that's a great fucking game. I mean, uh, Purdue wins that they could win the whole fucking big 10, dude. I know we're still like, it's, it's mid January here end end of January, but, um, compelling. Purdue is currently sitting as an eight seed. Michigan uh, is what a, Probably dun, a dun, dun, two, dun, maybe dun, a one seed. Yeah, I'm about to say one or two because they only have one loss and they're in the best conference. I, this is really what I want to dive into this year is to see how these games start to you know. Well, that's what I texted you the other day. I was like, dude, like Duke Pitt was a game that I think Pitt is going to get its. People weren't sure about Pitt. They yeah. sure they swept Syracuse, which I think are great wins. They beat Northwestern, but that one, as Northwestern went on this losing streak, started to look worse. And then you're thinking, 
Duke, when I looked at the Duke's remaining schedule, I was like, this is a must win game for them because they can win it. Yeah. And so, and then like we saw it with, uh, with Bama LSU, we knew that the, the, they were the top two teams in the sec. So you knew that's certainly going to impact the seating. Yeah. Um, we saw it with other ones too. Purdue, Ohio state. They're both at five and three in the conference. They're both on, I think, I think it was four game winning streaks. If memory serves me correct. And I knew this was a very substantial game for the future. This was UNC who? No, uh, Purdue, Ohio state. Oh, Purdue, Ohio state. Yeah. Um, it's much like, uh, today we saw VCU St. Bonaventure in the a 10. I know St. Bonaventure, you know, really got hit. They got one of the more, I'd say maybe the most out of all the teams to get hammered by COVID. St. Bonaventure really got hit by it. They didn't start their season until like December, like 20th. I feel like, um, but that's been covering for me lately. Well, I knew they were a really good team and I knew in the, in the, in the, the, the race that is the, the a 10, that this is a substantial game. Right. Um, well, I will say this in college football, you know, when you see, I mean, really the important thing is the top 25 in college football. Like we said, it, it doesn't have the same uh, impact in college basketball. It's not something that I've had the inclination to follow. Like, Oh, are they going to stay in the top 25? How far down the top 25 are they going to drop? It doesn't matter. Everyone in the fucking top 25 is making the tournament. Right. But uh, with college football, you say, okay, this team, if they lose, if Alabama is playing Georgia this weekend, Georgia might drop from number three to number five out of the playoff. Well, and that's so, what I think will be so compelling with a large playoff yeah. in college football is that, and that's what I think you're underestimating when, when times we've argued saying that eight teams would be, and I go, dude, if you do 24, you do 32. Yeah. You get to that point where you're going to see like on week nine or 10, there's going to be like 20 super important games. Yeah. You see Oklahoma state, Iowa state this year, the game I was at, Yeah, they were both, you know, each you, team, is, we knew they're probably not going to win the big 12, but we knew there's only so many spots. I mean, uh, we, we, I mean, this is fictional, but I'm saying like, we knew if there's a large playoff, that would have been a fucking gigantic game. The same would have been happening across the board. You know, early on, if you had USC had played Colorado, this year's a weird year to, to, to look at for the PAC 12 and big 10 starting so late. Right. But I think that it actually strengthens the regular season against your argument. Against your like your argument is that okay, you're throwing so much on me. This is the the, the no, no, common but, fan. But, no, but, no, but your argument has always been that the regular season. I have made the argument that the regular season yeah. is you know the the expanded playoff devalues the the regular See, season. See, and I I argue the opposite because I think as it might devalue in your eyes the one two spot spot. I think it gives a ton of games. All of a sudden, Boise State, San Jose State. Yeah. And week week thirteen or week twelve, oh shit! I absolutely yeah. agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And and when you consider that in a playoff situation, like probably you know up to a sixteen seed could potentially run the table and win the win the national championship, then yeah, those games truly have an impact. And in college basketball, it's the same thing. It's like you said, like VCU. Uh, what what seed were they when they made their final four? Dude, run? They, they were the, f- the the final four to get in. Yeah, George. So Mason. they were like a, I think an eleven or t- uh, eleven seed, I guess, or twelve seed. All right. So yeah. so yeah, when you consider that this uh, has true implications on a national championship run, and that these teams otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity to get in unless they were given this chance with an expanded playoff, then it does it 
expand the level of interest that, you know, these, uh, what otherwise would be excluded fan bases now have the opportunity to not only get a chance to get into the tournament, but then run the table within it. It makes it more interesting for them. And, and, and as a part of that, everyone else, um, I do, I am curious though, to see how that relates to basketball though, because I haven't like the bracketology thing is still a mystery to me. I, I I'm kind of curious to watch what did we say was coming up? We said uh, Purdue or Michigan. Michigan. Well, Purdue still has a shot to win the Big Ten if they if Purdue wins that game. Yeah. Michigan then has two losses, and Michigan hasn't played Michigan State at all yet this year. Their end of their schedule is pretty severe. So Michigan's Michigan's. Yeah. So all they would need is one more loss. I think they still play Purdue one more time. So Purdue's it, it, essentially controller of their own destiny right, right now. Um, curious as to how much like bump in your uh, seating a conference championship gets you. Is that a big thing like it is in well, college football? I think for the Big Ten, it will. Okay. I think this year, it, I think it's situational. This year, the Big Ten is so much better than every other conference. Right. I mean, the only thing to is, win that yeah. should earn you a one seed, uh, in my opinion, for sure. Okay. Like I would, I would be outraged if the Big Ten champion didn't yeah. have a one seed. Yeah. Unless, okay. unless. The only thing I could think of would be like, okay, if, if Nebraska won the big 10 championship in, in tournament, I mean, yeah, you know, they're the word, they're the one team that has really been dog right. all year. But if any of the deserving teams, I mean, yeah. to, to your point, Lunardi has uh, both Iowa and Michigan as one seeds right now. Yeah. So. I think it would be very challenging to not give. Uh, and I, 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 and look, I agree kind of, I, I pretty much would say it's tough to tell what, what it will be like in March, but I'm saying, I would be probably very pro with, with uh two one seats yeah. coming out of the big 10. Yeah. Okay. Well, especially it, the ACC is incredibly down incredible. This is a, yeah. a historic giant in, in, in the realm of college basketball and they're down. Yeah. Big 12, I think is the second best conference. And after that, the sec and ACC is kind of on par. Comparable. I, mean, I yeah. don't even, I think you can even probably throw the pac 12 in there. Yeah. Who like who's the best team? Uh, let's let's just play devil's advocate here. Those three conferences, who's the best team out of those? I'm saying Alabama against UVA. Florida State or UVA? Comparable. I mean, we would I think me and you would both take Florida State or UVA, but I would also are we basing that off this year or are we basing it off history? Right. Yeah, I mean without... I think Alabama would give them fits because I can tell you their tempo. Like UVA is the complete opposite of Alabama. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So I think that would be a very, and they're unbelievable. Alabama was unbelievably athletic. Yeah. Like, well, that I is actually typically think, giving UVA problems. I actually think they might be the most athletic team in the, in all of college basketball. Bold statement. Dude, they, you watch, it's like a fucking highlight film. It's like running yeah. up the court. It, it kind of reminds me of UNLV. Yeah. Like back in the night, like the running rebels with yeah. Augman and just a free Anthony show. And, yeah. yeah. Um, not to say that, that I, I think Tony Bennett's got a huge coaching edge in that, in that matchup, sure. but uh, if it was Florida state Bama, I think I might take Bama, Bama over. but I mean, then the, do you take UCLA over? I mean, I guess I would probably take Bama and then what is, I mean, I saw UCLA's offensive efficiency is very high. Top 10 uh, in Ken Palm. What is their style of offense? No, they were a defensive heavy team. They're, like defense is their first it's Mick Cronin. That's true. As a Cincinnati yeah. guy, you got to yeah. figure uh, defense. But I'll say this: I I still believe that Oregon's the best team in the Pac-12. They've been hit with COVID, and Nafali Dante's out for the year. But uh, I still think at the end of the day, it's going to be they're going to come away with it. Okay. I still think that's the the best team. Like from actual, I, I know they might lose a game here or there or whatever. I still think they're the best team as far as you get into the tournament. I think they can go the furthest. 
Okay. Um, so Oregon versus say a Alabama or a UBA. <laughs> Who do you got? I think it's flip a fucking coin. Okay. I mean, I, look, gun to my head. I'll take I'll take UVA. Yeah. Because I bel- I think that pedigree. There's a coaching edge there. Right. Well, let me let me say, let me ask you this: Is is the top of the Big Ten like distinctly better than UVA, or is it just way more depth? Well, it matters when. I mean, that's that's the compelling thing that yeah. that we have with UVA is like they they are a team like with with Painter at Purdue that they get so much better throughout the year. Right. It, it, if you're tracking history, you'd say, oh, early in the year, yeah, I'll take like ten teams better than the better than UVA in the Big yeah. Ten. But come to any time by that time, like as we're seeing with the way they just beat Clemson, I mean, they just beat Clemson so bad that I was like, what? Yeah. I had watched UVA before. It's like last year I'd watched UVA barely beat like Mount St. Mary's. And then like they rattle off 10 of 11 to end the season. You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it seems like kind of like what you would see in football, where it's like the pac 12 or the big 12 might have one, one team really. And in the ACC in this same thing, kind of yeah. where you have one team and then the SEC, you have three or four teams and I, then the oh, big I 10, you have three or four teams. It's almost like basketball and football are mere images of each other right now. Oh, I think to me, the ACC though, I'm not ready to say UVA, like they have to prove it this year. Yeah. Um, same with Florida state. Same. And to me, I think the field is fucking wide the fuck open. So like I was on someone else's podcast the other day and they were saying like, who's your, like how many teams could win the national championship? And I said, honestly, I have a tier tier yeah. one where I have like about seven teams. Yeah. And I think tier two could win the national championship. And I got about 40 teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they could win the national championship. Right. Like, you're, like, like you're going to, you got to remember Gonzaga is going to have played the whole West coast conference for a couple months before they play real competition, a really good team, you yeah. know, it, uh, well, they'll get a 16 seed, but after that they'll play an eight, eight, nine seed and an eight, nine seed might be Virginia tech. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it might be fucking Illinois or something. You know, you don't know how this is going to shake out a fringe top 25. Yeah. Team. Yeah. You yeah. could be playing a really good team Yeah, that that could give you fits that you're not yet. Yeah, you, you think, Oh yeah, we, we waxed them earlier in the year. Well, guess what? They've gotten a lot better early in the year Yeah, or from earlier Later in the in year. The year. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what else are we talking here? I forget what the fuck we're talking about here. Um, it's just great that I'm telling you, buddy. You gotta get, you gotta get on board. You I'm, I'm diving. I'm diving. It's one, one uh, day at a time. I learn a little more about what I'm looking at here, and you know, I'm gonna chew it up. I'm gonna make sense of it, and then once I know all the players and how this fucking like machine works. Then of course, man, like it's the same thing with college football versus the NFL. I I grew up on the NFL. I grew up on the NBA. They're a little more easily digestible. They're fast food kind of in a way at the time they weren't, they were fucking great. You know, it's uh, what for me, it was always still like, not once you dove in the NFL, wasn't like that as a kid to me. I still love the NFL as as a kid. No, I I, no, there was nothing wrong with the NFL to me as a kid. I agree, but I'm and saying I once I dove into college in the nineties, yeah, it still like destroyed the NFL to me, but I still held the NFL with great merit. Sure. You know what I mean? Like sure. the NFL has, has fallen off college football has fallen off for that matter. But I agree with you. Uh, once, once you go into college football and you see what you're watching, it is a superior product to the NFL. And as I'm going into college uh, basketball, 
I think if the NBA wasn't falling off so hard right now that I'd still be inclined to just take the easily digestible NBA and, and, and run with it. And and to an extent I can still look at the standings and understand what's happening in the NBA and follow it. And so it's more fun, but in college basketball, the more like it just takes so much more fucking work. But once you understand the whole picture, I imagine it's fucking awesome. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think it's the best thing that we got going in 2020, 21. Yeah, it's the best thing we got going. I, All right. I, I, I really believe that I'm going to keep putting in the work. The only thing that's hurting it this year is the no fans, because yeah. one of the best things about college basketball sure. is having college fans fucking the packed places. Yeah. I've always compared it to like, man, when you watch an NBA game, it's almost like what I've said about dome football. Yeah. It feels like you're at a fucking mall. Yeah. Go. I've been to NBA games all across the country and I'm saying like, it sucks. Their environment sucks. It's corporate America heaven. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like everyone, you go there, they're not even, they're going there for Instagram. They're not even yeah. there to watch the fucking they're going game. going there to eat popcorn. Yeah. You go to, you go to a, I went to a Dayton game last February. Well, it's just the, the, the fans in general, you're, you're looking yeah. at probably like a, a family environment with fans versus a bunch of fucking drunk ass college kids as your primary fans. Yeah, well no, just real fans. Yeah. I like you you're not going to see, you know, maybe occasionally you'll see like that oh, we're we're there for the Instagram, but I'm talking about like Kim Kardashian's at the Laker game. Yeah. Be, and and she's only there because of her status. She knows it's a it's 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 a status effect. Yeah. Whereas like you you went to a fucking Dayton game and everyone's there pretty much to see if they're going to win the game. I, I went to Dayton and Butler back to back. Yeah. And I was like, this is the heart of college basketball. And it's better than fucking any sport. Yeah. It's better than Everyone any fucking is sport. Fucking 100% They're, dialed in. They know the calls, man. Like yeah. I'm sitting next to people that, you Fuck know, this. this guy, uh, uh, Butler stadium is like in the middle of like a neighborhood. Like imagine like <laughs> where, where, okay. Let, uh, let's, let's picture like uh, where Adam Patterson lived. Yeah. Our buddy. Sorry. I just blew his name out there. Yeah. Um, Imagine a stadium like two houses behind his house. <laughs> and that's Butler Stadium. Yeah. So you have like these people, these neighborhood people that have been coming there for like a fucking 80 years. Right. Dude, it's incredible. You go to that thing and you're like, this is their routine. Yeah. They go to their 20 games a year or 15 games a year, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But how uh, they know every player and every coach yes. that's ever played there. And it's inte- yeah. it, it, dude, it reminded me of like Hoosiers. You know how like the team goes with the. Like yeah. they keep advancing they travel down the yeah. road. Yeah. It reminded me of that, man. I mean, obviously it was played in the same gym, but I'm saying like it, it, remi- it just, and I'm like, this is why the sport is, is yeah. if you dive in, if the sports fan was to dive See, in, that's what I got to do. You'd never undive. I got to yeah. go that deep. Yeah. I, we got to get you. We got to get you there, man. But we are missing the fans. Cause I will say I watch it every day and I do extremely miss with the sport of basketball. It, it way more than football needs fans. Well, because- I'll say that now that you mentioned that, like, because I deep dived into Virginia high school football and like, I'd be on their message boards, like fucking, and like the, the flavor of each little area of, of the state mm-hmm. was represented and people were talking shit on the message boards. And it was like, no one on the national scene knew what the fuck was going on, but this was like personal on a local level. Yeah. Like it's fucking fun. Well, dude, it's like when yeah. I went to that Montana, Eastern Washington game. Yeah. I knew no, at the time. I mean, I had grown up watching FCS football in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. I never watched throughout the regular season because it was just, they were, they were played. Actually I would have watched, but they were played at the same time as regular college football. Right. I've always argued this. And I was saying this on the, on the, on the locker room app the other day, if they, even if they don't want to play spring, which I think is a colossal fuck up by them, then choose like Wednesday. Yeah. 
and just give me an all. Let of us them. see it. Yeah. You can't do it on Saturday. Cause I'm not going to fucking tune in. Yeah. All right. Um, but I went to that Eastern Washington, uh, Montana regular season and I knew both teams, you know, had had success in the playoffs prior. Yeah. But two good programs. It was amazing. And it was like, I don't with need, each other. And, that, and I think that, that it's like, that's how I know I'm not the lay fan. Cause it was like, I don't need Aaron Rodgers in this game. Yeah. I'm seeing these guys try their fucking hardest at this sport of the strategy and these fans to be yeah. dialed and, and, and everyone in the whole fucking, even outside of the stadium, bro. Yeah. I went to a steakhouse like two hours later and the fucking waitress was talking about the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's fucking beautiful. It was amazing. It was like, this is what I, this is why college sports will forever be better than pro sports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you, cause you can dive deeper. The waitress this, yeah. at Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes away from the fucking <laughs> venue knows yeah. exactly what the fuck happened. And they're like shut down for the fucking thing. Like all of them are watching that fucking game. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was just incredible. But anyway, all right, we got a big slate of games this weekend. I'll get to them more. Me and NC Nick are gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in fucking Viva Las Vegas uh, tomorrow. So if anyone's in Vegas, uh, hey, hit me up. Let's get a beer. With COVID, I don't know. Is that should I say that? Fuck it. COVID <laughs> beers are the best. They're yeah. the tastiest. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, look, I wanted to talk more college basketball, but we we got more. We got more opportunity on 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 the the, the coming days. Saturday morning at 8 a.m. West Coast time, so 11 a.m. East Coast time. I will be on the Locker Room app. I want you to join in on this, man. Locker Rooms app, a lot, a lot of fun. It's pretty much like you get to talk to all the fans. They all. So if you're a fan out there, all you do is just press a button, and you can talk to us and ask your questions and say what. Well, it's great. It's like being a. It's like back in the the fucking 90s and calling radio and say, hey, can wow. you play? You know what I want to get? What's that? I want to, you know, the game Kahoot. I don't know if you're familiar with this. This is like, no, an, but a big fan of that word though. Kahoot is it? We're, we're <laughs> in cahoots over here. Uh, it's like an online game, right? And so it's almost like a, like a, a speed game where you answer the questions. We should fucking we, And you can create like, like apples uh, to apples then. Yeah. Something like that. It's okay. like a trivia game, okay. you know, but like you can make your own little Kahoot with like your own trivia questions. Or you can use one that's already existed. I bet there's a 500 college basketball ones that already exist. We just fucking pull one up and challenge our fans in a Kahoot game. We should give away a free t-shirt. Anyone wants to do it. Tweet us at the Colby D or at Patty C eight, three, one. And we'll I'll try to fucking win. smoke you fools. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Look, I want to tell you guys that the college experience, uh, you know, well, first off, yeah, I do have one more ad read is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how? Well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They got top-notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right, it's the end of the run. Me and NC Nick are going to be here tomorrow night. I'm going to be in Vegas, but don't worry. Uh, I might be drinking, but I will still be here to give you a weekend weekend breakdown of college basketball. And then Saturday morning, I'm going to try to try to persuade Patty C to come in this locker room oh, and down. talk to us. I'm ready to rock, it's baby. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's a great time. So check us out. We'll be talking uh, best bets of the day and just it better talking. be as fun as a Jerry Sandusky locker room. Oh, that's all I wow. ask. Wow. Ask Mike McQuarrie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all fucked. We're all fucked, right? 
Happy birthday, you son of a uh, bitch. <laughs> is that a Sandusky line? <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, I'm sure he used that once or twice. Uh, oh gosh. Look, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. Been doing it for four years, been over five hundred each and every season. And we're available on all platforms where you can listen to podcasts. So make sure you subscribe. Look. By the way, I was on a heater yesterday, motherfuckers. Eighteen and seven, four and two on locks. Mm, mm, mm. Suck it. Follow exactly. us. Tail our. Picks. That's what I'm saying. We're earning you money. At at year one, when we went all over 500, I thought, okay, maybe the followers don't care because we're just idiots and you can, lightning can strike. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um. Now we're in year four, yeah. and I feel like, hey, we've won money each and every year. It's a fact. And, 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 and I want to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking make a, a line graph for you fools out there. Is that a bar graph? Line graph, bar graph. They're in the same, <laughs> same, same, same idea, right? I don't know that I've heard it called a line graph. <laughs> it's a graph. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you guys where we started at the beginning of the season, which was all right. We're figuring out college basketball. We're picking below 50%. And then our daily picks percentage has gone above 50%. And when I give you that fucking visual, maybe you're start tailing our picks and yeah. earning yourself some money. Uh, at this point, it's almost like college basketball season to me on board or not. Yeah. All right. Because we're an extra source of income. It's a fact at this point, four years in it's a fact. So it's on you. Look, uh, you like money. You don't, it's yeah. up to you. We don't, we don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. The only thing I'll try to charge you for is your kindness. Get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about these idiots. All right. We go out of our way to, uh, to get hammered to get and talk to you. For you guys. <laughs> we really put a, a, a lot of work yeah. in it. Consuming all this alcohol for you guys. We do it for, for you, you we, man. We promise. You think I want this extra beer? No. <laughs> all right. I'm doing it for you out there. Um, look, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. If you if you give us a nice review, take a screenshot, ta- tag me in that screenshot, and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. How about that now? Right? What is Days of Thunder chart in like top best sports movies of all time? For me, you know, it's, it's right up there. It's right <laughs> up there. You know, how'd you pull that off? I'm a hell of a salesman. Everything about <laughs> that fucking movie is great. I hear that once they're going to finish with uh, the new top, top gun, gun right? they're they going could. for new. Days I heard of that Thunder. too, man. Just don't fuck it up, man. I dude, I saw the preview for coming to America too. Yeah. I'm so scared. I, I think of dumb and dumber too. Yeah. And I'm Ooh. like, Oh man, don't yeah. do it. Um, Patty, Although I heard Frida Felcher was in a uh, dumb and dumber too. I think I got like 15 minutes into dumb and dumber too. And I quit. Didn't we go see it together? Did we, I think we were, we got drunk and then we went and saw it. Together. Maybe I just <laughs> forgot what it was, but I, I'm interested to see who Frida Felcher is because I, Freda, know, I think oh, Freda, Freda Felcher. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look that <laughs> Frida up. Frida is that chick in Mexico that, you know, <laughs> was very, uh, Selma Hayek p- portrayed her in a film. I oh, forget. that's right. She's got the unibrow. Yeah. 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 Would you? Yes. Selma Hayek. She could fucking put a fucking <laughs> Jake. <You're putting> it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. Tweet him about Selma Hayek with a dick. <laughs> and then <laughs> NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow. We are uh I'll also give her a reach around the sports <laughs> the sports scaling podcast is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow. We are the college experience. Uh, check out the Slack channel for sports gambling podcast as well. To talk to us about the best bets. This is the college experience, college basketball recap and college football talk. You better start thinking about yours and we out. <laughs>